3: Don't think you weren't going to get that. Now we are live here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. So we welcome everybody in here. As we actually have a, a pretty weird, crazy, non-middle-like show, which is normally weird and crazy, but yeah, the great Jeremy Pivot is going to join <laughs> us in 10 minutes and we'll be able to chat about a lot of things. He's here at Keswick coming up Mm -hmm. Got a movie out, a podcast. He's had a bunch of success on screen from entourage to some other things you probably didn't see. So he'll be joining us at 1110. Now, I don't know if you saw this story here, but apparently there's some major, major hit piece or something really bad is happening to Nebraska, the university of Nebraska. -hmm. And the Big Ten as a result of that. Did you see this story? Well, I didn't didn't see the story. I saw some tweets,
4: uh, you know, intimating that uh, a lot of players may be transferring out or
3: something from the football program. This apparently, gentlemen, is a major story that has not hit the public mainstream yet. And we happen to have a man who is in charge of a lot of the litigation and fact finding before the litigation. And Dan Lust. Oh yeah, this well, he's is Dan. This is Dan's story. Dan, Dan. This is Dan's guy. He's our sports legal analyst, of course. So he he can have some time carved out in the second hour because look, all three of us are excited for college football, and we can't wait to get there. But we also love a great scandal, right? Right. This Who doesn't. This is bigger than ESPN using their power and influence to push around conferences. Man. Yes. Wow. So that's, yeah. That's it.
4: Well, Dan's a must-follow on social media, man. I mean, he's doing—he's doing everything. He's involved in every sports litigation story there is.
3: That well, I'm telling you—that he's this is the story, case, whatever that he broke. So Andrew Brandt uses him too. Yep, the great Andrew Brandt. Yep. We'll yeah. we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk maybe second hour. See how that goes. All right. you know, we've got the the football game that is a day away now and and I don't know I mean I don't know if you can get 2 days worth of breakdown for a no, series and a
4: half of the ones I don't think so especially when we don't know how many plays One. the starters are going to play which starters are going to play at all it's, it's I don't here's the thing we anticipate and we look forward to this first game, right, because it's actually a game and it, it means the regular season is only X amount of days away. But I, I have a think a feeling we're going to be discussing this on Friday morning that we don't really know much more about the Eagles than we do today. It's,
5: what you is that? What I mean, I mean right. this, is, this is going to be a first impression. I keep telling everybody, man, what's going on now is we don't know. Right. The coaches don't know how the players are going to react. They don't know what plays they're gonna run. Um mean, and what plays work. You don't really mm-hmm. define your identity until like your fourth game, anyway. So, I'm just anxious to see some football, and I want to. I just want to, you know. Just look at things. I don't yeah. want to just judge people. I just want to look and see what direction they're going. You know, on a post game show, it's going to be a lot of, okay, then this is what I saw, this is what I saw, as opposed to, oh, this guy sucks, or they need to put this guy here. I mean, I I just want to see what's going on first, man. Yeah.
4: But I think we need to set our expectations low as far as how much we're going to glean. There we go. From this team in <laughs> one preseason game. There we well, go. It wouldn't
3: even be a full game. Right. So, right. Th- well, bro, about- go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say real quick, I was going to say, how often have we seen an NFL team start out slow, make mistakes in the first quarter, be down in the first half, come back in the third quarter, work stuff that they didn't have working in the first quarter in the fourth quarter, win a football game. And we're going to go. Six series, maybe at most, with all of the ones and say, this is who this football team is? No, not at all. No,
5: no, no. Not even six series, you know what I mean? Not even right.
3: six. I, I, no, I'm saying, like, at most for linemen and everybody right, else. Right, linemen. right, right. Not,
5: definitely not
4: for Hertz. Well, hopefully <laughs> we get more out of Thursday night's game than we did last night's game, uh,
3: thanks uh, to Mother Nature. No, 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 <laughs> sir. Mother Nature helped me out exponentially last oh, night. Oh, okay. Aaron Nola was on freaking he fire. He was. And that rain cooled his ass off. So for anybody who had the Dodgers minus one, for anybody who had the Dodgers' highest scoring inning, you knew that you could take, you could stomach the loss of Max Scherzer. The Phillies could not suffer no the loss of Aaron Nola, and it's no. a shame for him, isn't it? Because he was on fire. Well, that's that's the problem
4: with this baseball team. If they don't get seven, eight innings out of Nola, Wheeler, and as much, you know, even a Gibson, I'll, I'll say, I mean, they're doomed. Yep, they are doomed.
5: Forget about walk. what Bryce
4: Harper's doing. Forget about what Reese Hoskins might be doing. They are doomed.
5: You know, what, I, I, I didn't even watch the game because I didn't want to go through this right now.
3: I thought but we were going to on this game. game. I thought You're we Mr. were watching for you. We, we Bro, did it for you, Barrett.
5: I, I did the exact opposite because I thought you guys were going to do the exact opposite.
3: Man. Oh yeah, you, you weren't here for the first hour, but but we basically hit like every single possible bet you could place on this baseball game okay. just to keep us watching. Harry right. was placing
4: first five bets just so we could sit there and watch. I had there him it on the it. screen was, behind me, Barrett.
5: I remember yeah. when I got there and I saw that. I made mention of that. I you I didn't get the memo, guys. My fault. I, you know, I was, I was a trainer. Are again. you a My part fault. of this show? Are you a part of this team or what? <laughs> but I'll tell you what.
3: How'd Hold they do it? Media property. great for In me partnership with Media. and that and the mets were about to lose and blow a three-leg parlay and that thing got voided so yes yes
1: the middle starts now on the sports map radio network presented
6: by rocket mortgage home loans that fit your life rocket can
1: live from the o'reilly auto parts studios Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry
3: May. All right. Welcome in a Wednesday edition. So we appreciate you hanging with us on this middle of the week on the middle. We are expected to be joined by Jeremy Piven coming up in four mi- three minutes and 20 seconds. So get your entourage questions in here. Should we take well, that would be some- the biggest guest we've ever had, I think. By a mile. Yes. Right? I mean, he's a star. Right, right. We a we, bonafide uh, star. Yeah. That's yes, yes, that's probably the better way to put it. <laughs> we have people on here who think they're stars right. when they come on, but they're not bonafide. <laughs> right, right,
4: right, 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 right. Like Kevin Kincaid. Right. right. You know, he is not bonafide. fide. No. <laughs> you can't tell him that though.
3: <laughs> Zero. No, he, he, he will stop coming on.
5: At that but point. hey guys, you know, we we were talking about earlier, you know, about preseason and everything. Let's, let's hope it, they don't do what they did to us uh, Carson's rookie year. Remember Sam Bradford? Yeah. They won all four preseason games. He came out on fire against Green Bay, I think. What was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah I,
4: I think 91 LSXers on the stream has been reminding us of that. Like he went like seven for
3: seven in that first drive oh, and set right. him for 10, a score. It? Was it 10 for 10? I Maybe it was, it was. 10 for 10. Yeah. 10 I just put 10. it in my Philly voice column. So oh, it better be right. Matt Mullen would, would definitely check that fact, but oh, I, yeah. I believe it was 10 for – I thought it was 13 for 13, and then when I looked up, I think it was 10 for 10. Wow, whatever it was, people went nuts. Yes, and that's what we – should now, look, I my warning this week is – and it's hard. It's really easy to see something atrocious on the field and chalk it up to the preseason, but what's really difficult is to not get ahead of yourself, right? Yeah is to not look at two series and say, wow, that's my guy right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not dissing, discounting, or dismissing anything that Jalen Hurts would do. What I'm saying is, we just like we're coming down on the people that are going to go Negadelphia if Jalen Hurts throws a pick in a Spurs pass, we also need to remind ourselves we can't be Bradford up. Right. We can't be like, oh, my God, 10 for 10, what been the Hall of Fame? Well, you know I won't Bradford be. Canton. Yeah, you know I won't be.
4: I'm glass half empty. Now, yeah. the guy down below us here in, in the bright orange shirt, I don't know. He's already got him at 11 wins. Who okay. won in the Super Bowl. No. Yeah, Jalen Hurts <laughs> goes five for five in the first drive they score a TD. Brad Barrett will have him in the Super Look, Bowl. Look,
5: he'll go five for five for 12 yards. <laughs> They'll take him out.
3: <laughs> Barrett's like, I told you they should have traded Wentz. No.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes. Right. Oh, course, the whole time they should have traded this guy.
5: Yo. And then you know, uh, at the game, um, they're honoring the alumni, so I'll be out on the field at halftime. Oh, nice. So you guys just so you guys know.
3: What are they doing as far as honoring? What's
5: like, nothing? This is gonna call our name, we walk out on the field and they'll make us go go sit back in the seats. Is that it? Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So this is really just a chance and excuse for you to get hammered with Trey Thomas and Hugh. Right.
5: I can't because no, I got to do the post-game, do the show. post-game show. Yeah, I mean, so me and Seth will be there, you know, wave hands.
4: See, if you want to make a preseason week one post-game show, must-watch television, get drunk at the game. <laughs> right. Okay? <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, you and Seth. Give me your Mount Rushmore, a drunk host. Yeah. Martinez, <laughs> his final day at the uh, yeah. post No, did he? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, it was – Uh. well, look, I mean, he – he dropped a couple of bombs on it. He should not, ne- the producer should never have put him on the air. Some after- say I was hammered after
4: a Jimmy Rollins bowling event uh, yes. down in Center City and doing my night show, allegedly.
3: Well, do you know, though, that this must have been the same event that myself, Dan Schwartzman, and John Moses. Put on. Schwartzman was there, Yes. Yeah, so was I. My yeah. job there was to hang with Shane Victorino and Harry Callis the whole time. Right, right, right. right. Wow. I think that
4: was the night that I first really met Schwartzman.
3: Yeah. Okay.
4: That makes sense. Yeah. And he he forced himself on me,
3: right? Because right.
4: yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to meet him.
3: Hey, Mace. Uh, let, let me let for, tell you the story <laughs> about what happened here. Let
4: me in, introduce here. myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to get him on top yeah.
5: Phillies because you know they, they beat up on the Mets. So isn't he a Mets fan, right? I thought he was a Mets no. Fan. He's
4: a Yankees fan.
5: Okay, Yankees, right? Yankees, yeah, right. He's a Yankees, Yankees fan. fan. But right. I'll tell you this though, I can remember when I, you know, first starting out my career. Every time I was with Shan, we had mm-hmm. a couple, couple drinks. We were good.
3: Yeah, the yeah. post game show down at the <laughs>
5: at the yeah where the- alley. Yep, <laughs> oh, South Philly Bowling Alley.
3: Yeah.
7: yeah,
4: I think you should get drunk for the post game show. For this you, first week, I mean, it would be must watch. You just got to go to your bosses and say, "Look, nobody's going to care about a post game show week one in a preseason. The quarterback only played six plays, right? Let me and Seth get into the Brown, and then we'll this will be must watch television."
5: <laughs> but right. I, hey,
4: hey,
3: Ray, hey, Ray.
4: yeah, yeah, Ray, do me <laughs> Ray, Ray would love that. Oh, that would be great.
3: All right, here we go. We're back now, and I I see on the screen, so I'm just not positive if we're just waiting for Jeremy. That's fine. We have all the time in the world, so. When we get the go-ahead, if we see them or hear them, then we'll be good to go here. But at least we know that we're connected at the very right, that's right. That's the hardest part. Exactly. Right.
4: With all of this. It's all downhill from exactly
3: here. Exactly right.
4: <laughs> this show is a well-oiled machine
5: today. You're right. I'm You're just saying this. that
7: because we have a guest on. <laughs> <laughs> on the map Radio Network.
1: Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: All right, now we we see the box up there on the screen. So, oh, here we go. Okay, that makes more sense now. Oh, there Hello. he is. Now we could hear you, and hopefully, we'll be able to see you as well because he is one of the most familiar faces that you have seen on screen, from film to TV, and. Stand up as well, and much now. better looking than us, correct? By the way, the, yes. irony, the irony, Mr. Jeremy Piven, that we can't see you, but the three ugly mugs of us. There he is. <laughs> there he
6: is. <laughs> yes, listen. Yes, I, I, I gotta be honest with you guys. I thought this was radio. I, I'm not prepared. My, I, I'm visually offensive. I apologize.
5: Then you fit in with this show. All right, yeah, there you belong you here, man. You know, in, in fact, I need to put some buttercream on you. Know, put an amlo on you. know what I mean? You know, put oh, a cream, buttercream. You know, we but love Even showered for you <laughs> yeah.
6: that. Butter I even cream, shaved today. Cream, croc skin buttercream. <laughs> Let's blow the ways. <laughs> Mystery meats. Let's go in. Hey. <laughs> yes. That made my day. <laughs> Do you understand
7: the
5: word? Okay.
7: <laughs> oh, oh man. man.
5: Oh, that's wow. what I'm talking about. That's how you wake up in the morning, man. There we go. Seriously, I yes, wake sure. up every
3: morning.
6: Every morning.
3: <laughs> the household must love that, right?
6: <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just me. I'm alone. I'm 200 years old. People want to know why I'm still single. I tell them that I've been married to my work. And then my work decided to see other people. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm alone, sir. (laughs) No
3: problem. I I was up until a couple of years ago, and people still can't believe that I uh, procreated. So I I understand that feeling myself.
6: Well done, sir.
3: Look, I'm not giving this one up, all right? If you have any parenting (laughs) advice for my seven-week-old son, please, because I have no idea what the (laughs) hell I'm doing, Jeremy.
6: Wait, you're looking for parenting advice from me?
3: Yes. I'll take it from anybody. But you're you're way more successful than anybody on this show, so yes.
6: I can't even start a lawnmower. Okay, I can't tell you about anything,
3: bro.
5: We, all we know is right now you're the best guest we've had on, man. You're you're you're, you're bona fide, man. You're totally bona fide. So we're good. Now. Our show has finally arrived. There you go.
6: Well, that means that you <laughs> you haven't had any any good guests because I'm virtually <laughs> mediocre. It's like it's like you guys are sleeping your way to the middle. Yes, yes. <laughs>
4: we're on Beautiful. the fast track to the middle. <laughs> Beautiful.
6: Yeah. Right. All right.
3: Let's talk about a bunch of stuff going on. We'll start here in Philly, technically glenside where you are at the Majestic Keswick Theater that has a ton of history and a ton of culture and you're going to add to it and you're going to fit right like you are here you will fit right in at the Keswick I'm sure. So beyond which we'll talk about from TV to movies, the podcast as well at Jeremy Piven of course is how you can follow him on Twitter if you're not already. Let's start with with Keswick. Let's start with Philly, let's start with the stand up and what you what everybody should expect to see Saturday night, where I'm sure that that place is going to be
6: rocking. Yeah, man, I I love stand up. Stand up is, you know, I've had people say to me, you know, everyone's going to expect you to, this this high like watermark for you know from being an actor playing Ari Gold and whatnot. Are you okay disappointing them? I'm like disappointing them. It's <laughs> I, I've had people after my stand up shows say to me, I had no idea you were this funny and I'm thinking I'm hundred thirteen movies into it wait, wait what's going on here it's, 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 it's a backhanded compliment I appreciate it I love doing stand-up because it's almost like listen Doug Ellen wrote entourage brilliantly and this is a way for me to kind of you know be the be the writer and 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 star director producer everything it's a it's you know it's a one-person show not one man we can't be gender specific right <laughs> it's, it's my honor to to do impressions and tell stories and and observational humor and make people laugh at the keswick theater which at by the way they're just reopening for the first time since the pandemic absolutely what's yeah, right.
3: your go-to impression and i don't mean as far as like the jukebox like hey jeremy do this like the one that you love the most
6: I love them all because I do everyone from Stallone to Mike Tyson to Owen Wilson. Um, you know, I, 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 do it all. I, I, i but by the way, these are the, the, I I'm doing these impressions, not, you know, like a strange, awkward ventriloquist right. I'm telling stories and then, you know, having to enter into the characters to make the stories clear. If that makes sense.
3: No, it, the The only other person and it just because of chronology, because he's older than you, that that I've seen do this so well on stage is Kevin Spacey talking about times and interactions on the movies with different actors that he's worked with. And that's immediately what I think of, because it's not just and I'm not knocking Caliendo by any means. We love him, but it's not just coming on and doing like a Barkley or you're you're telling intimate stories and you're telling interactions that you've had with these people and you're bringing life to them with them not being
6: there. Yeah. I, you know, did you say Charles Barkley? Did you just mention Charles Barkley out of nowhere? Well, <laughs> well Caliendo, that's one Caliendo. of the big uh, oh, right. impressions.
3: Cause, cause I, I was, I was basically separating the two where it's not like you're coming on doing a bit per se in Owen Wilson's right. voice. It's a conversation or an interaction or an experience you may have had with who you're doing. That's all I was saying.
6: Absolutely, he he's brilliant. His impressions are incredible.
3: Absolutely, yes, yeah, we
6: love so you. We you love do a,
5: you do a good Charles, man? Because Charles, man, he <laughs> he is something special, bro. Something
6: well, special. The, the, he, Charles has a superpower because he his superpower is he has no fear, of right. Anything, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't care uh, how he how he's perceived. <laughs> he's, he's so opinionated. You know, he doesn't care about what you think of his golf swing. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I ran into him one time. I said, man, I always watch you on TNT, man. What's in your cup? What are you drinking? He goes, come on, man. What what do you think I'm be drinking, man? For real. <laughs> Edgar, he goes, hey, man you you're doing your damn thing for real though Yo, <laughs> man you, i don't know if i'm doing that was kind of like 18 percent kermit the frog that's pretty good though
4: <laughs> and and it's tough to be fearless in this day and age it, it's really admirable i i totally agree with you about charles but how, how much of your past roles comes up in the stand-up like do you become those characters for a couple of minutes
6: Yeah, but I do it like, for instance, you know, it's selfishly. It's a way for people to to, when they come to the Keswick Theater uh, Saturday night at eight o'clock. Please enjoy that transition. Yes. Um, With (laughs) (laughs) when when they come, they'll they'll see me, you know, selfishly. They're going to get a sense. They'll leave knowing who I am as opposed to, oh, wow, we thought he was Ari Gold, but he's actually okay. This dude from Chicago who has a mother. And is a human being. Um, and I tell a story about my mom has been my acting teacher since I was a kid. So I run lines with her. So everything I said is already gold. I said to my mom's face, which is insane, <laughs> considering how foul mouth my character is. And so I, I literally go into a story where I talk about running lines, not doing lines, with my mom, <laughs> running lines. Um, don't please guys get your mind out of there. No, no one wins when Too you late. do lines with your mom. No, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 no, stop. Can we make stop. You that? <laughs> so I run lines with Joyce Piven, and I I enter into that, and I enter into Ari Gold and play him, and so it's it, I I feel like I want to give people everything they want, and at the same time, staying true to like what I genuinely think is funny and who I am, and speaking my truth.
5: If that makes That's sense. what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, look, you're a sports fan. You know, what, what are your teams right now?
6: Well, I mean, obviously, I'm very loyal to my Bears and my black. I grew often.
5: up a Bears fan.
6: There you go. Yeah, but, but I am I'm, I'm a Cardinals fan as
5: far as baseball, man. I mean, but football, yeah, I didn't like the St. Louis car. I'm from St. Louis, but I love I love Chicago just because of you know Walter Payton, all those guys, the fridge, all those guys, man.
6: Yeah, I mean, listen, even you know, we all have our teams, but anyone there's no one that can't, couldn't, possibly celebrate Walter Payton. No and question. Whenever I run into a running back, um, I always ask them who's who's the best, and I have to say, every one of them says Walter. You know, you know, no matter who that icon is, they all give it up to him. They say that he's the, that he's the best. And you know, it was, it was so incredible being a kid and watching him. And I got to interview him. I was hosting the Chicago Film Critics wow. one year. And I interviewed him and and went to his office and he didn't know me. You know, I'm just like this kid, like, you know, stage actor who just had broken into movies, whatever. He didn't know me, but he took the time and was so generous and sweet. That's why they call him sweetness. Um, But I'm going to be in Philly throwing out the first pitch at the Phillies Red Sox game Friday night before. Do I see a baby? Is there a baby in the shot? Is that an actual? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a real baby.
3: I'm worse than the person who brings a baby to we the all movies see or a baby on the airplane, right? Like, I'm doing this because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, it's, it's COVID. It's the pandemic. It's RSV, all this crap going around. Don't blame Jeremy, me. I yesterday,
5: heart, he was breastfeeding baby. the baby, bro. Really? Imagine how awkward that was. He was breastfeeding the baby, man. Did so. that
6: baby come out of your mangina? <laughs>
3: If you saw my gut, then that's his proper assessment. Yeah, he's yes, got a FUPA. Yeah, you know.
6: Sir, this is this is groundbreaking. Yes.
4: You're not getting this
3: anywhere else, Jeremy. No, Trust no. me. No, but look, look, I don't want to detract from, from what Jeremy is right, and, right. and what he's doing, which is this kid here who the stream has seen enough, by all means. But I, I'm curious, though, because we are all in the in the audio world, the radio world first, and things have changed now to where we're streaming. That's why we get to see you as well as talk with you. But the podcast has always been the freedom, right? So we're even away from the FCC and all the other governing bodies on radio where you can just do whatever the hell you want. And, and you mentioned just the freedom that you have on stage with stand-up, especially here, Saturday, Keswick Theater, right? August 14th. What's, what's different with you? How, how is Jeremy Piven just different on how you're living with the podcast that you've been doing?
6: The listen, I, I've always loved listening to podcasts and obviously um they've they've you know, you guys are probably probably couldn't sleep last night thinking, man, we need another podcast, said no one ever. <laughs> but you know, um I I, I love the form. It has been incredible for me because all I'm doing is okay, like you know, my first episode was with Jamie Foxx and I did Tiffany Haddish, Mark Cuban, um you know the actor and hip hop artist Common drops today. Nice. And, you know, listen. The good news is I don't know what I'm doing. So that what happens is, as I'm interviewing these people, I forget that we're documenting it, and I'm just having a conversation with my guys or or women, and um and so it's just very kind of unfiltered. And um I, I was just on set with Terrence Howard and Tyrese. We we're doing a a movie that we wrapped a couple I I wrapped a couple days ago and you know it's just like I'm I've known Terrence Howard for decades and so I'm just sitting with my buddy chopping it up and 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 people are listen we've had a ton of downloads very fast and that's because I think they're gravitating towards the authenticity of the show right and that goes a long way Uh, I'm not pulling any punches and neither are my guests and and we're having a blast
3: all right, Hold on real quick. We're going to break on the network. Still live on the uh, YouTube page. Back in three. Still live with J- Jeremy Piven for another couple of minutes here.
4: Yeah, Jeremy, I had a question for you about, you know, yeah. two of the, the great roles that you did. And, of course, you know, Ari on Entourage and the old school character. Do you think either one of those films or series could be done today in today's environment?
6: Well, our, our, first of all, are we actually on the air right now? We're just on, on, YouTube, radio, just on YouTube,
4: just
3: on YouTube. <laughs> you can curse right now. You can, yeah, you, you can, can curse. curse.
6: That's that's amazing. Just on YouTube, it's just you know the checks in the mail. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I I won't say the other things. Um, that's amazing. Um, I I think that it's funny you're saying could can they could they exist today? Of course they could, without a doubt. And the irony is, you know, we're in the middle of this cancel culture, um, and the irony is that people now more than ever just want to be entertained and they want they want a, they want a piece of something that touches them in some way. Um, and Ari Gold was an equal opportunity offender and you know what I mean and and he was fascinating and, and, and authentic and those characters exist. Um, and he was all bark and no bite um, was, you know, was, was showing people tough love, you know, his, his assistant was Asian and he would say things that were offensive to Lloyd at the same time, he wanted to toughen Lloyd up so that he could thrive in that world. Mm. Um, you thought he was a pig and he was, you know, sleeping with all these women, but he was monogamous. So the reality is he, people miss Ari gold. Cause I can tell you they do because I'm on the road and I run into a lot of people and they miss that character in that show. And, um, there are a lot of, if, if the business were to look at what's selling right now, it, you know, it's everything from things that are PC. Yes. But then to things that are edgy and, um, and outside the box, like the show, Dave
3: yeah, yeah. about,
6: you know, this white rapper um from philly by the way indeed little <laughs> who who is crushing it and it's so that show is so unique and and beautifully quirky and original and yet an homage to other shows that we love um and and you know y- y- you got to remember at the, uh, you know that this also is a business and and it may be, it's offensive to maybe some groups, but are they really offensive? And then you have to look and go, okay, well, a lot of people are watching it and receiving this. And like Shakespeare says, the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> it's like, let's take a beat and and um, not be so reactive, you know, with... with <coughs> This is a whole other conversation. No, it's great. It's great. It's a deep breath.
3: (laughs) Because I think what, what I take from this too is my favorite thing you've ever done on screen because of the combination of humor and especially with the benefit of hindsight where we are now, intelligence was PCU. It was so ahead of its time that I feel like if you were to do something like that, it's not a question that Harry asked, can it? I think it would work to the point where humor laughing at ourselves ever. We're not going to protest. We're not going to protest. The fact that everything, social media to real life is about dividing in groups that want themselves to be heard at the expense of others. PCU might bring our country together, Jeremy. <laughs>
6: well, yeah, you're right. I think it was ahead of its time for sure. And yeah, the irony of people protesting saying we're not going to protest um, is really funny. That, that would be amazing to do a sequel to that and um, I think we, as long as we're listening to each other, we're okay. Yeah, You know, we're all opinionated and we need to be heard, but we also be, need to be listening to someone else's point of view so that we can, we can progress and move on together. Um, And yeah. And you know, this is obviously, a, and also to have uncomfortable conversations, right? I think instead of just canceling people, it's be good to have, these conversations where we can learn and, and grow. grow, and yes. that's that's one of the great things about having a podcast. And on my podcast, "How You Live in J Pivot, another great transition, by the way. Love it. Um, we have these long, uncomfortable conversations, um, which we which we need to have. By the way, well, let
5: right. me ask you, Let me ask you a little personal question, man.
6: I, yeah.
3: I'm not sure though, because do you have a do you have a time for one more question, or are we going to yeah. have okay? Because well, we want to promote this, everything this. that
5: you're doing as well on the way out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But this is like, with with the pandemic and everything, and and, and 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 stars getting paid money, is it the same level as it was, or is it going down with the pandemic? Since so they're putting everything on these live streams now, man. Because my daughter's a, an actor now; she's in Cali right now, you know, uh, shooting a, a a TV series for Netflix. But I mean, is is a, is the money value still there? I mean, would you advise kids to get back into get into this um this genre now?
6: Well, it's interesting. You know, you mentioned youtube it's like we're at a time right now where you know it used to be that you had to get uh the the studios and you the, there's a long process where a lot of people have to sign off on you for you to possibly uh get okay to get your shot and now you can really take control of your own life and be self empowered by creating your own content. Wow. You know, yeah. Putting it out there on YouTube. Listen, you, you, you can hate on, uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, all those guys, all you want, they've created uh, a lane for themselves and they have a legitimate audience. Yeah. And, um, that's real, you know? And, and so, you know, are they, you know, and the, and the, and they they want to be taken seriously as athletes uh, and they're bringing a lot of eyeballs to these events. So you as you know, to switch over to your daughter and she's doing a Netflix show Netflix, you know is the biggest they're the biggest guys on the block and wow. so it's gonna have a very big audience and she will get her shot yeah um as far as compensation, you know every listen, it's just an honor to be working and work, you know, will get you more work. So I, I would say don't even focus on the money, or any of that stuff. You just got to get in the game, start contributing, and the rest will work its way out. Appreciate Look it, that.
3: We open up with parenting advice. We end with acting advice. <laughs> yeah. And everything in between. Life <laughs> advice. Yes. Really?
6: Yeah. Everything in between.
3: Jeremy, we can't thank you enough, man, especially hanging a little longer. This is awesome. Keswick Theater, August 14th. That's Saturday night in Glenside. You already know out there about – the amazing Keswick Theater, the reopening now with Jeremy Piven, at Jeremy Piven. How You Live in Jay Piven is the podcast we've been talking about. The movie that you alluded to with Terrence Howard. The Walk, you just finished wrapping that, so we'll take a look on that. And then again, from Ari Gold, PCU, and so uh, Old School, so many things that you've done on screen. You've, you've touched a lot of people, and your work is strong, brother. We appreciate your time.
6: Thank you, guys, man. This is uh, maybe the longest interview in the history I'm of sorry. I'm on, no, 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 I, I, I'm honored. I'm honored that you guys took the time. I really thank you.
5: Yeah. I'll see yes. you Saturday, come on, man.
3: Mother, come on. Thanks,
5: I'll Jeremy. I'll see you Saturday. I'll have my buttercream on, too, all right? We've
3: oh, <laughs> got extra cream for you if you'd like. Extra right?
5: cream with the
6: mystery meat. <laughs> that's right, there he is.
3: <laughs> Jeremy, that's awesome. That's amazing. Right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. What do we do? I mean, can we just end the show? After I know. This? Where do we right. go after what, this? What are, what are we supposed to do? We can't follow Jeremy Piven. No, he just stop, dropped stop the mic. The mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: Seriously. You know, Terrence Howard lives around Philly.
3: Well, we oh, should put him on. He
4: is fantastic.
3: Yeah. He's got a couple of roles that I definitely want to talk
4: about. Yeah. Oh,
3: man. That that was. He deep. lives in suburban Philly. Does he? Oh, At yeah. least he did. Man, we got to. That, that was so much with. And, you know, we got a lot from Jeremy, too, where it was some pretty insightful commentary, mm-hmm. hilarious. And I didn't know that that was as big of a part of his act. But again, if you go, if anybody's ever seen Kevin Spacey do Jack Nicholson,
4: yeah, he's doing,
3: right, because he's talking about interactions that he's had on in A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's telling stories about you hey, that. That's what you know, like. He's telling he's sweating about how he's in the uh, courtroom. When it's like who's gonna do it? You Ryan. Well, Weinberg. Yeah. Right. And he's like that's really... Kevin Pollack, not oh, oh, Pollock, not Spacey. Did I yeah, say spacey? Kevin... Yeah, it's Kevin Jeez. Pollock. I meant yeah. I meant Pollock. Jeez. I'm and he sorry. does uh, Shatner too. And yeah, he does incredible all. He goes... them all with that. I misspoke. You should have yeah. corrected me. Piven now thinks I'm even more of an ass. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I think he was distracted by the mangina. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. Yeah.
8: yeah. That is true.
4: <laughs> 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 but you can get tickets, at and also Jeremy Piven.com slash live for the stand up stuff. All right. Oh, that was uh, great,
5: man. That was great, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what's the uh what's the site again? Keswick Theater. keswicktheater.com, yeah. Is that T H E A T E R or R E? Uh it's T
4: H E A T R E. Okay. Dot .com. Good question because it right? depends. Yeah. I'm going to see the Hooters there again uh October, November. Okay. In there a few times. And that's a great spot. The Hooters yeah.
5: Not Hooters shrimp and
4: chicken. No, 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 the band, <laughs> the band. My neighbor. <laughs> nobody nobody goes to Hooters for the food, right? Exactly. You go for the go for the beer.
5: Bro, I, I went to a Hooters dog. I was in Nashville, man. I went to a Hooters in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Bro, don't go to a Hooters in Nashville. No. No. No, it's bad football there, bro. Bad mm-hmm. football. Yeah. <laughs> you- <laughs> Those hooters, man, they probably need nightgowns to keep them on under, underneath their shirt. Oh, is that right? right? Oh, is
3: that right? Okay. Yeah. It was
5: pretty bad, bro. It was pretty wow. bad.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, no, that's what we have, man. <laughs> that's what we have. Boy, I tell you, man, you gotta know about uh I gotta tell you, off the off the air, got a nice little tip on this crypto coin. All right. Oh boy. Yeah. No, might be involved oh, <laughs> might be involved yeah well I
4: gotta I gotta go to Ron uh, to see you know how he would grade our conversation with Jeremy Piven
3: well we, we're back in three minutes so maybe we should do that when we're done oh okay alright I wasn't aware. We're gonna have a break coming up now alright so we're back in three on the middle I get scared
8: sometimes
3: of a lot of things
8: joining in
9: There's Strong, and then there's Army Strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
1: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry
3: Mays. All right, so now, man, that's tough to start a show out like that, right?
4: Yeah, where do you go from there, you know? Home? Can't really talk about the Phillies bullpen after that
5: deal. (laughs) Even started to show out just just blazing, guns blazing.
7: (laughs) Well,
4: I want to know from Ron. Uh, who is a big entourage guy in fact, he's recommended it uh, to me saying that I would absolutely love the show. So based on that recommendation, I will start what to watch show? the show entourage because I never saw it and Ron texted oh, me said you'd love it you know, he, trust me you'd love it and I do I trust Ron more than I trust either one of you guys. Well I've given you some really <laughs> solid
3: <laughs> television man well that I know mean.
4: I know that but I'm just saying like as far as trust factor here it, it, it resides with Ron double n.
5: Yeah, double in.
4: You know, first and foremost.
5: <clears throat> yeah, you you would trust his.
4: Right. So I, I'd like to know if he, if he thought we did a decent job. Yeah. What say? What say you, Ron Culver? With what?
8: <laughs> <laughs> heard my, my name. That yeah. is.
3: That's the answer I was expecting. Okay. Yes, you did. You you heard your name, sir. Yes, you did.
8: Okay. What's the question?
3: How did we do with Jeremy Piven?
8: You guys had Jeremy Piven on? Yeah, I <laughs> you know. Right?
3: Okay, Ron's all set for this new show coming on next week. Now he's...
7: Where was I? Was this announced?
3: You were still... You You know what you were doing? You were at that party for Jake Asman on his last day. <laughs> right. Just like, ah, uh, who cares absolutely. about
8: this show? This is an out-of-body... Actually, no, I'm, I'm just joking with you guys. You guys did a good job. Great job, Mangina.
4: Thank yeah, you. That was tremendous. <laughs> How about that? Yeah.
8: I Your you're going to be hearing that for a couple of months. Oh.
4: Uh, months <laughs> i don't know months wow. I don't know now, that now did they have a, a going away party for uh Asmund today no no
8: going like seven steps next door what do we care
4: <laughs> still well still i mean there any excuse to throw a party and eat some chipotle right right you know, like, like
8: if he actually left the building sure but he literally is just walking down the hall his commute to work got seven steps longer he's fine
3: okay that's that's all it is yeah just a matter of that more so than anything else
8: no no i hey i'm a i'm ai i'm a huge Piven fan uh harry, uh, harry like i said you will love entourage you're gonna love um piven's character ari gold okay it absolutely steals the show especially the especially early on uh he is he's the reason why you're gonna be you're you're gonna stay tuned that'll hook me It'll hook you. Yeah. He, he, there's no other person on the planet that could have played Ari Gold, hmm. who literally, I guess, is based off a real person. And yeah, I'm I'm 100 with time too with PCU. It is probably it was way ahead of its time. Oh my that's goodness! Probably why hmm. it did so well at the box office?
3: It, it if it were coming, uh, I mean, that's what they I would re-release saying. it. Yeah, they, they really should. They should.
8: Like, but I don't know if it plays now because now it might be might be a little insensitive.
3: Well, no, because think about it. It's not like that. That was the whole part about PCU, which is it wasn't it was never about the individual. It was always about the larger statement, which is it just became like if you look at the, the history of protest, if you will. Right. Like groups just keep piling on and piling on and piling on so that when you look at initial reasons and initial groups who were marginalized way back, it's like hey man, now you've got 50 other people that are claiming that their cause is as righteous, if not more. So it's it's the dangers of not listening, which is what I, I got from Piven now. So I understand you're, you're, what you're saying as far as like maybe being insensitivity to protest as specific as they may be. But I think overall, it's kind of like- people,
8: I'm saying like viewers now, if, if you're watching it for the first time um, and you're not somebody affiliated with the show because all you guys are as uh, twisted in the head as we are, um, so the the movie will play perfectly for you, but you know some of those sensitive ones. Out yeah, there, yeah. They would they would find a reason to bash it, hmm. and I don't know how you would find a reason to bash it.
3: No, they they would you know, be maybe, the people maybe, in the maybe, in the movie that were being made fun of for bashing yeah, everything. I mean, they
8: literally had protesters who was like, no, that was last week's protest, and they flipped their sign. right, right. They
3: flipped the sign around <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I haven't seen Entourage either, but oh, you haven't. I have not. No. Oh, see, I thought you did. It's a, nope.
8: it's it's a good show. I mean, basically what it is, guys, is just it's um it shows you the other side of Hollywood that you'd fantasize about.
4: Mhm. Like know, you want to live vicariously through these guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
8: there's one guy who makes it as a big movie star and he goes out to uh he leaves he leaves New Jersey to or yeah, New Jersey or Queens um with two of his friends and his brother and meet up with his brother who's a fledging actor. Mm-hmm. This guy has made it big time, and it's just what the the situations they get into. You know, being in the Hollywood business, mm-hmm. uh, the late night parties, the after you know the the nightlife that you have in Hollywood. But honestly, like Jeremy Piven's role in that is what you watch for. Mm-hmm. It's I saw
5: a couple snippets of it. You know what I'm saying? I never watched a full show. I mean, I'd watch a full show. I didn't watch like a full season. I mean, I see an episode. I wouldn't turn it. Put it like that. I wouldn't turn it right. from the TV. Isn't
4: Wahlberg a part of the the production? Wasn't it's it kind based of on his life? It's yeah. it's his deal, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That oh, it's based good.
5: on his life. I never knew that.
4: Yeah, I think it is loosely based, or maybe not loosely based. No, <laughs> maybe I mean, it's like yeah. legit. Yeah.
8: And so, if anything, too, one of the other reasons why you watch this, first of all, the the uh, the amount of women that go through, mm. it's great. It's yeah. Know, um, what do you mean by go through? But so just uh, on the, the screen, main Vinnie, the main character, Vinny Chase, uh, you know, likes a uh, variety
3: in life. Well, he's, I gotcha. he's supposed to be Wahlberg, right? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the other thing that uh,
8: is great about it is, you know, once they all get settled in, I, I don't know what season it is. You have the real Bob Saget in a TV show.
7: Mm.
4: Oh. So
8: not the full house Bob
4: No, the blue Bob Saget. Yeah. Yeah. Who's another Philly guy. Yep. Yep.
8: That's, I mean, <laughs> but you have him.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: I mean, he is. Yeah,
4: his stand-up is a departure from anything you've ever seen him do on regular television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
8: And if you were a child of the late 80s, early 90s, that was, you know, very eye-opening Mm -hmm. one time you heard his actual stand-up and you went whoa yeah Danny Tanner (laughs) right (laughs) oh seriously oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah I never knew
5: oh yeah Mm
8: -hmm. I mean just you if you can picture Danny Tanner in your head Brooks it's the he is the exact opposite
5: wow
7: hmm
4: so now 91 LSXers on the stream says Entourage was great despite the episodes being 19 minutes long. I
3: like that. It's quick. You can just like <laughs> burn, burn through it. I don't know, man. There's You got to nail that, right? I mean, we we make fun of radio hosts, like music hosts all the time because they talk for three, four minutes an hour. But if you have a 90-second break where you're introducing a Zeppelin deep cut, you better nail that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're fumbling around trying to tell me about uh, you and it's like, bam, and all of a sudden the music hits, you look like a jackass like I, I it's not I don't think it's as easy as as maybe it seems. Right. That's that's a pretty tough. Well, I'm not saying app. it's easy. It's easy to watch the show right? Well, no, because you can good. just burn if, through if, the episode. Right, right. It, if it, you have a bad episode, that's good. Imagine this, right? We're talking about this now with the benefit of hindsight, but this is where Game of Thrones really fell off for a lot of people is. You're talking about a time where you had to wait. So if you go through a 19 minute episode and that episode sucks, Mm -hmm. sitting around for six days, 23 hours and what? 41 minutes to see another episode that could fly by like that. And if it's good, you're sitting there like, wait, 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 I want more. I want more.
5: You got to hit know. the mark.
3: You got to hit the mark every single time, or you you
5: lose people easily. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I it really did to an extent, Barrett, to your point, because it's super popular. But you're right; that's a really thin margin to work with. Right, right, right. But but you know what? It I definitely
5: it definitely fits in with today's people simply mm-hmm. because everything is microwave, everything is fast. You know, and you I mean you you can't capture everybody's attention for you know over twenty minutes. I guess. So I mean, it, it probably is the best. Best solution to really push your push your um push your shows. Twenty minutes.
4: Yeah.
3: I mean it's well,
5: a thirty minute show with commercials.
3: Right. right. Yeah, I mean like twenty two minutes should be the time that you get normally for a sitcom. Yeah, the show, I, mean, mm-hmm. the show
8: I think averages anywhere from like twenty to twenty five minutes. Right. I mean, right. commercials, obviously it's HBO. Uh, twenty to twenty five minutes in length and it ran for eight seasons. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean it was I mean, it's, it's, you guys, you all will enjoy it. Yeah. I just
4: started um, season two of Longmire last night. Got through two of the episodes. They're about 45 minutes long. So with commercials, it would be an hour episode. Both episodes were so over the top. I might already be out. Really? That took a second season? Like the first, they might've already jumped the shark after one great season. There was so much unbelievable, like you couldn't even like, think that this could be remotely re- reality and when it's too oh. far like that i'm out oh man i didn't yeah. what, is, what
5: is it about what is Longmire about
4: he's a sheriff in uh, rural wyoming That's where and lou diamond is in here yeah lou diamond folks a lot of bad stuff ha- seems to happen
3: okay so. but hold on a second like is this a is this a, a series where you know you, you've got a sheriff in wyoming and then all of a sudden season two it's you know, cowboys and aliens or no, something. no, no,
4: not like that. But just like, for example, the first I like episode show, of, the, and of the second of you season. Did.
3: You like terrible
4: stuff. He's <laughs> he's wandering, he's he's roaming through a mountainous uh landscape in a major snowstorm. Okay. Uh-huh. And tons of snow, it's freezing cold. He doesn't have gloves on, all he's got is a jacket and his cowboy hat carrying his gun, going after these ex-con or convicts that escaped. And he falls down the mountain after he gets shot at, okay, and falls into a creek. So he's soaking wet in sub-zero temperatures and finds his way into a cabin. And we're led to believe that he lights a fire with rocks, like, you know, smacking rocks together, like burning, like flint. And next thing you know, his clothes are all dry and he's got energy again. And he looks like he was just walked out of the shower and he's going after getting, you know, getting these criminals. And I was like, what? Are you serious? What happened to the hypothermia that we were yeah. going through two seconds ago? <laughs> you
5: know, it's a joke. I can, see you look, I can see you looking at it like that too. Totally.
4: Like- <laughs> I stopped. I stopped. I hit pause and I go to the wife. I go, are you serious with this? I can could,
5: could see you doing it. Yes
7: look at this
4: you're out right now well the (laughs) second episode had some crazy nonsense to it too i might be under a new it might the second season might have been a different director who knows
5: so he might go up with his bear gets his arm ripped off and he grows it back right
3: that kind (laughs) of stuff wow i didn't know it would come to this i didn't either i was i was hoping this would last uh-huh. And you're not one to bail either. Like you don't. No, I stick. Lot.
4: I stick through stuff, except baseball games with weather
5: delays. And then you I, guys tell me not to uh, watch it, and I don't watch. It and you guys are all in on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come right. on, come on.
3: Right. Well, no, that's the thing. Like I wouldn't tell you to watch a show that I'm uncertain about. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a big difference, I think.
5: I mean, you've done pretty good. You know what I'm saying with with with, with the movies thus far.
4: With I, his, I recommendations. Yeah, his recommendations, yeah, 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 his his, his recommendations are good.
5: You know, but we haven't had. You know why we haven't <laughs> had many recommendations here lately? No dog, so he hasn't been to watch
3: movies. There's no dog. Oh, no, no, I'm I'm watching. I just there was there was something I was going to go actually and start watching. And Harry mentioned Longmire, and I was derailed. Oh, at that point. I forget what oh, it was. the The
5: greatest disappointment ever happened to me yesterday, and this is the reason why I wasn't watching baseball.
3: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a break on the network. All right, All right. Right. Hold, on, hold on, get up here. Go ahead.
5: Um, you know, I can't even go into it, man. I can't do it, man. But I mean, it's. I. What do you mean you can't go into it? You just teased it. I, I know, man. But I mean, this this this. I had so many expectations for 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 this show, man. And and it, it just it just ruined me, man. It just ruined me, man. For the middle? No, uh, oh. no, uh, for. Um, nah, nah, just slipped my mind. What was it? Uh, oh, my goodness. What, uh, what is that show? Well, let's move on. I'll, I'll get back to it. But I, I was just disappointed. I watched it last night. I was, was just so disappointed. I'm trying to forget it. So you were watching that instead of the baseball game. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Worst ever. Mm. In fact, I, I didn't even fall asleep on it, I just turned it off. Um, let me go back to it, hold on.
3: Hmm. So, does anybody have... Barry? you have a Samsung, right? Yeah. How do you get movies off of your phone to... Anyway, it won't let me send it via email. Like, I have a video of, of me that I just shot earlier that I need to upload for a commercial, and I don't know how to get this thing off my phone. It won't let me email it to myself. I can't text it to myself. It's too big. It's a 30-second you go to, video. You gotta go to Google Drive. Uh... Thank you, sir. But normally it allows me to go to to drive on the Gmail. So yeah, Google Drive, Google Drive. Or you can
5: use WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yep.
3: Interesting. I didn't realize that. Okay. I'll I'll go full Google on this drive now. (laughs) I didn't realize I had to do that. That's how
5: I send all my clips and everything. That's how I send you clips.
3: phone, right? Yeah. Okay. See, that makes sense now. I knew I had to ask somebody. I have no idea, man. fumbling through this here. Uh let's see, I need to upload.
5: Okay, yeah. The movie um was Suicide Squad.
4: Oh, okay. Well, that's one of your Marvel deals, right? Yes, yeah.
5: Now, Suicide, the first Suicide Squad, I loved it. Okay, loved it. The second Suicide Squad, come on, man.
3: Yeah, I hate to do it to them. Didn't they just come out with a second one?
5: Yes, and I was all hyped up and everything, had my popcorn and everything ready to rock and roll with it. Yeah. I got five minutes into it. It
3: was the worst movie ever. How many suicide missions can there be before they just become missions? Right, right, right. right. Right? Right. Who's the female lead in that? uh, What's her name?
4: I don't know. I hate to do it to you.
3: Does anybody have any idea? (laughs) I mean, I mean, you, you talk about Harley
5: Quinn. I'm trying to, yeah, say yes, her, her that's real her. Name. That's her. Harley Quinn Harley is, yeah, that's Quinn is all that. That's yeah. the character, yeah. She mm. is all that. Mm.
4: Margot Robbie is Margot, her name, yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's a stunner,
5: the real deal, yeah. But see, you know, she needs to eat a little more, man. She needs to, you know, get some more hips. But you know, as far as yeah. her, her character and who she is, I love, I, I love how she carries herself, yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah.
4: Not Harley race. No. The wrestler
3: or, or Harley. What's her name? It's not Harley Quinn. Harley rain. There you go. So uh, <laughs> no. Go do a little Google. Search <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: That. No. Yeah. Megan rain is who you're thinking of. No,
3: I think, I think Harley.
4: Right? Really? I don't know who that
3: is. Wow. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a Harley, for sure. R-A-R-E-N-E.
4: Top, top five Harleys. Exactly. Well, we, we no, got to go no, with no. the sports car, We got to start <laughs> with the bike, man. What about the fat boy? Oh,
5: Don't forget man. the road king, Har.
3: Does that road king make your Mount Rushmore?
5: <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing now? Is he still in this trailer?
4: Yes, he's still <laughs> in suburban New Jersey. I saw right. some post yesterday. He appeared on somebody's podcast and he's uh, I think he was actually outside without clothing on. And there was. What? A, yeah, a, yeah. 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 I don't know what's going on. It was on his Instagram at Tony Bruno show. There you go. man. There you go. Hey, hey, look, there you go. Free plug.
3: There's nothing <laughs> walking around like walking around outside naked doing a, a hit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I
4: hit, hit on, on your, one of your shows, exactly
8: yeah. right. Hey, Harry, I'm, I'm free now.
5: Yeah, right. I'm out here in nature, right? <laughs> I'm in my birthday yeah. suit,
4: right? Uh, I'm, I'm free balling Harry. <laughs> not free falling. No, but... not Tom Petty.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, my oh. god,
3: damn it! You know, I mean? bro, then,
5: and that's exactly how it would go down too. Oh, me. yeah, trust me, I lived it for years.
3: It's permanently scarred oh, me. There's yeah, something to that, by all means. All right, second hour coming up here.
5: Hold on, no, 91 Ellis said He wasn't naked. He was wearing a cowboy hat.
3: Oh. <laughs> okay, now, you know, hat is clothing now.
5: Yeah,
4: that's right.
3: If your head is warm, <laughs> and, um, nothing wrong with that. A hat, is right? For sure.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> and, and his wife, man, she just she just rocks along with it, bro. It's not his wife. we are well, not married. Be- Oh, it, it is his, his significant other. Yes. Manager. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Barrett, uh, Carlos
4: do has a question on here from about a half hour ago. What was that? That he's annoyed that you have not answered.
3: Well, who, what what What, what did, is this? He ask.
4: Well, are we in break
3: yet? No, we're going to be in break. All right, well, in we'll, 10 we'll 10 do 10 it during seconds. the break. So hold on. Yeah. There's we're the music. See. We're back.
4: All right. Hey, Barrett. Were you there when Daryl Tapp wanted to beat up Les Bowen for tweeting out that he was tired of covering this slapdick team while he was standing in the locker room with him? No,
5: I didn't. I wasn't there. You weren't I wish there? I there? No. In fact, I got in trouble, man. I can't go, I can't go to practice anymore.
3: Why? You got kicked out? Well,
5: I didn't get kicked out. I just can't use my my media credentials to to, to go to practice. Why is that? Why is that? Because every time I go to practice and I'm, I, I have to leave, if I don't leave early, then players will come talk to me. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, Brandon Brooks was, you know, he came over to talk to me and I told him, hey, man, you got to stay, you know, six feet away from me. And we, we were talking. Well, six feet isn't enough. They're saying that, you know, I can't talk to people because I'm using my media, I have my media pass. And, you know, the other people, you know, they're the other reporters and stuff get mad because they think I have instant access to the players. I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing them well, when all, when all they're doing is come over there and talk to them. We're chopping it up. We're friends. You know, we, we, you know, I'm, I'm around is, these guys. It's ridiculous. If, yeah. I, if
4: I was there as a member of the media, I would expect that. I expect a former player to have the, you know, get a little bit more than, than right. I would. I mean, what, what?
3: are you serious? Oh, wait, Not wait, wait, goodness. wait, somebody dimed you out for talking to players
5: yeah yeah well, yeah, I don't, we don't know, if know, know if they found me out but yeah that but sounds like they did yeah so yeah. i I can't I can't go on a media pass if I go have to go on a uh, um former
3: player pass
5: yes, yes, wow What's the
3: difference
5: well, I mean I guess I'll have access, have access to them then and instead of the media pass so you're saying well, the NFL can come in and find you if I'm you know if they see me talking to them because it's violating you know the rules they have set in place.
3: For, wait, wait. Um, so wh- where is this violation taking place? In the locker room? No, I wasn't in the locker room. We we're on the field. I wasn't even really? on the
5: field. I was sitting, I was actually, um, I was right on the sideline. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm I'm right there on the sideline. I wasn't even on the field. I was like 10 feet away from the field. But since he came and talked to me. And it, start, it started out the first practice, the first practice, The same thing happened. I I know you mentioned
4: that the first practice. I remember you talking
5: about that. And Brandon, Brandon Brooks, uh, Brandon Brooks and and, uh, Brandon Graham were talking to me. Mm. And then um, last week, uh, Hertz is my frat brother. So frat, he he saw me. He said, frat, what's up? And he came over, you know, we have a, you know, secret handshake we use. And he wanted to do that. Oh, don't come next to me. Come next to me. Um, Because, you know, if you come next to me, they're going to kick me out of practice. He said, wow. "Oh, don't worry about, don't worry about them." And he wanted to come up. And he was like, "Man, I can't. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, just hit me up later."
3: Wow, this is—I yeah. I don't understand this. Who—who so, who has that's... the problem though? Is it the team, or do you think it's somebody in the media? Like, do we need to employ John McMullen? Yeah, see if he can track down who the the rat is here.
5: Yeah, we might have to because, yeah, I can just go on. on I can just go to practice on an alumni pass. I can't go on a media path. I can't have media credentials. Well, I mean,
4: year. that wouldn't stop you from talking to the players. Right. Exactly. Right? So what's the, like, what's the beef? I'm trying to figure out what the
5: problem is. I don't know. Cause I'm not talking about anything football related when I'm just chopping it up with him like that. You know, I'm not even interviewing them. We're talking about everything, but that if we were actually talking about going fishing. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he wants to go on the boat on Friday cause he's off on Friday. So that's what we were discussing. Hmm. Brandon wants to go out on a boat. You know, he wants to get away from football a little bit. So he right, to go on a boat, and we're gonna go out and go. Just don't make
4: it district. a Lake Minnetonka boat. No, <laughs> you know, like we don't need one of those episodes here.
3: Mode, right? right? No,
4: you know what I'm saying?
3: No. Uh, yes, yes, I do.
4: <laughs> Who was that guy from South Jersey? McKinney. He was on that team. Was he? Yeah, he All went right. to Miami. He's okay. from like yeah, Willingboro. I, yeah. I think he's yep. from Willingboro, New Jersey. He was on that boat.
5: Yeah, I, I know his mom too. She, yeah. I I, I her <laughs> like 3 weeks ago at the um at the um post office. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he played Miami t- offensive tackle. Yeah, left tackle, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he he's, he lives down in Florida now. He's he retired does? now. Yeah, he's retired now. Not doing anything. He's made enough money. He don't have to do anything.
4: Yeah. I think he was on that Clinton Portis team. (laughs) Right. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. That was that time they they came and played Penn State to open the season and just throttled Penn State. They ran behind the left side of that offensive line all night long. (laughs) I'm not kidding (laughs) you. I was there.
3: Amazing, wasn't it? Yep.
5: That's simply ridiculous, man.
3: Yeah. But that's, that's crazy. I can't believe that that happened to you.
4: In fact yeah. it was it was the Adam Talaferro game. It was the game where Adam Talaferro led him out of the tunnel.
3: Oh, oh. Yeah, okay.
4: After yeah. he you know was After recovering from had, his injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's wow. he's another class act. Oh, totally. Oh, no question. No Good question, totally. on, man. He's
7: we, we haven't talked Off to him. Jersey. In a while.
4: Yeah, he's a great guy.
5: Yeah. his mom um his mom worked at the the uh preschool my daughter went to. Hmm. You know, she was telling me about it. He had just she was just um in preschool and he had just had the injury like two years before. Right. Yeah, he's now a big time lawyer. Yeah. He's running for uh, office. Yeah. It but was, I can't uh, believe it,
4: man. McGee Rehab Center was where he mm-hmm. spent a lot of time coming back. So well, are we gonna it, have
3: Dan Lust on at some point? Is that yeah, for real? I'll send Dan the the link here. We'll Do get we Dan. have you, Dan. We'll get Dan on at 1240. I can't believe somebody told on me,
5: man. Or or they saw No, that, it sounds like that's, exactly that's what weak. That is. That's yeah. weak. This is yeah. terrible.
6: Media Property,
1: in partnership with right? Media. Yeah.
5: And I get along with all
1: of them. And you, my friend, are caught in minute. The middle starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network.
6: Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that
9: fit your life. Rocket Can.
1: Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: All right, second hour here. We will be joined at uh, 1240 or so by Dan Lust. As he's gonna let us know about this crazy story that's brewing. In Nebraska. Now he also has that horrible, horrific Omar Vizquel story that we could talk about if you'd like. But I mean, I, I just brace yourselves; that is not an easy conversation to have.
4: Well, we can also go into a little Deshaun Watson with him. I mean, there's oh, a no, lot no, of no, different no, no. ways you can no, no. go uh, with Dan. Lost the two okay.
3: big things. I'm sorry. The two big things that he's that he himself worked on was this big Nebraska story and the Omar Vizquel thing that he actually broke. But yes, yeah. yeah, we can talk about anything with him. I'm sorry.
5: That's sports law lust on uh, social media. So what's yeah. this Nebraska story? I, I still don't know what you guys I, are You know
3: what? I don't know to the extent of it, Barrett. And it almost normally I would tell you when we go through it. But I, I think we should just wait. Okay. I okay. think we should just wait and have Dan pop on and see what the hell this thing is going on.
5: Right. Right.
3: Because something it, it's bad. All right. Now, this is what I got from him. Oh, man, this Omar Vizquel, because I was going back and forth on DM with him, and this Omar Vizquel story is, is just awful. Awful. If it's true, then I hope he gets the worst possible punishment that's available. But this Nebraska story he said yesterday, 524, it's good, picking up a lot of traction. He had lined up Nebraska media for the next couple of days. Only one outside the state that reached out. This is yesterday at 6 p.m. Now, Dan is on everywhere. Dan is on national radio. Dan yeah. is on TV. So, Dan is known. He's yeah. really done a lot to build his brand. Dan is well-known as a sports law, sports lawyer, sports right. law analyst, right? We're the only ones who reached out about this Nebraska thing, and now he says it's blowing up, it's blowing up. So, we may be ahead of this thing, right, as it comes out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I, not aware of the Vizquel story. Uh, Omar Vizquel is being accused of sexually assaulting a bat boy on a minor league team that he was managing. And I'll leave it at that. Does that have oh. to do with washing his back or something? Yeah. Now you know a detail that I did not. Oh, know. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I do know it. Oof. Actually, you know what? Let's break here, and then we'll break when we're back.
9: There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com.
5: Trying to look up this Nebraska story.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. It's got to be have it has to have something to do with all these players leaving and why they're leaving. Probably. Mm-hmm.
7: But.
4: Yeah, I'm reading this off of Dan Lust's Instagram. He copies and pastes of an ESPN piece that says. On August 22nd, 2019, according to a lawsuit, Viskel emerged naked from a shower, handed the man a bar of soap and said, quote, wash my damn back. The man. Uh, you're, still,
3: you're still doing this?
4: Yeah. Oh, I warned you, man. The the man, humiliated, intimidated, and frightened of what would happen if he disobeyed, complied with Viskel's demand. Afterward, the complaint continues. Multiple Barons staff members. Barons is the name of the the baseball team, I guess. Yep. Including the clubhouse manager, who, upon the man's hiring, allegedly told him everything that happens in the clubhouse stays in the clubhouse. And laughed when he told he had washed viskel's back. It goes on um, with many more
3: things, I, I guess. But yeah. Uh, con- yeah. Wow. Now, this is a story that Lust and then Broke. So oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. This is not
4: picking up. Yeah. First the- reported by con- Conduct Detrimental. That's the name of his podcast.
3: Correct.
7: Yeah. I'm
3: telling you, man. This was not the reason why we have him on. Just so you know that. This no, is a, no, no. But he's you know, look. It's adding to the credibility. This dude is is breaking stuff left and right, man. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we still have the conference realignment stuff to talk about as well. All right. Well, who's pitching tonight? You know, because I, I have the yeah Dodgers Gibson against uh, Price. Yeah, I have the Dodgers minus one again tonight. I actually, I, I love the Dodgers minus one tonight. Needed that rain. I guess people didn't look at the forecast. That that sucker, that sell, was not should not have come as any surprise. So again, and we didn't talk about this to anything near the extent of what we did or what I did on the show right as we were leading up to game time, because that's when the weather was playing even more of an impact. But think about it. The biggest, one of the biggest weaknesses of this team outside of defense is what? Bullpen. Bullpen, yes. So if you see rain and a possible rain delay coming after the start of a game, that yeah. is always a certainty that the starter yeah. is going to be done, right? Yeah, exactly. So again, you bet on, well, who, Max Schurz is great. I'm not knocking him, but Dodgers don't have the worst or second or third worst bullpen in baseball. No. So it just, it worked out. And man, thank, thankfully the rain killed that Mets game. Oof. I mean, I did not expect that to, to happen. Yeah. All right. So, Phillies are plus 120 at home. I have the run line at one mm-hmm. right now, meaning if you normally at one and a half, you have to bust it down and you sacrifice some juice. I see minus one at minus 110.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm great with that.
4: Yeah. And in fact, that uh, was it. How do you pronounce his name? Vesia? Avesia. For the Dodgers, he yeah. came in for like an inning and two thirds, and just he was unbe- he was lights out. He had four strikeouts, faced Amazing. five guys and struck
3: four of them out. Amazing. Now, here's here's what I'd ask you guys: how much does last night and it shouldn't, if anything, it should probably reinforce. Like if the Phillies got rocked and we opened up with I don't know, a show today before we got to Jeremy Piven of the Phillies lose eight, three. No rain, nothing like that. Aaron Nola gets poked around. I think we look at the NL East a little differently, right? Like, oh man, I would never take a bet on the Phillies. They're not going to win this thing, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But the reality is, is that the only thing that stopped Aaron Nola last night, and really the only thing that stopped Nola, was the rain. Nobody on LA could do a damn thing against Aaron Nola. The Phillies have just gained, you as the better, have just gained 15 points of value from heading into last night to where they are now.
4: Well, I'd say Scherzer had a little bit to do with it too. I mean, they, they didn't couldn't hit him
3: no they they could not but I think again Harry for me I'm looking at it like the chase to win the NL East and I'm thinking well what's what's the bigger issue that we have right now is it inconsistent hitting to watch or we meaning like us watching not we as like hey that's my team we Barrett can only say that about his Eagles but because he played with them but here's the thing it's more so about Aaron Nola and the confidence we had of him going up against a legit team not just the Mets who were on a, a total slump yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? You're talking about the expectation of him,
5: you know. Bingo.
4: Yeah, it can reinvigorate your confidence starter. in him. Bingo yeah. to be the legit number two starter yeah. on this Being team. Yeah, second
5: starter, yeah. yeah. And, Wheeler him. Yeah, I, yeah. I, you're right. I mean, he hasn't shown consistency, you know, as as a starter. You know, one game he looks like he's, you know, the big, you know, the unit, big unit. And then all of a sudden, bam, he turns right back around and you can't, throw anything, you know, no heat on this fastball at all. So, you know, I it it I think it, it did give us a little more confidence in his ability to be our number two. Um but you know I mean of course you know I, I could definitely see it jumping up 15 points more confidence in this in this team as a whole.
4: Well on the other side on the flip side does it uh take away some confidence that you've been having with Bryce Harper who struck out three times last night in what four plate appearances and a couple yeah. times Segura was
3: on base ahead of him. So I I've changed my outlook on the MVP award and I'm taking the same process that the three of us with the help of Bob Wankel last Friday, and I'm going to apply it to a different team.
4: And, yeah. And I'm yep. going to
3: hammer Freddie Freeman. Yes, you are. Yeah. Damn right. That's exactly That's what I'm going to do. Yep. Now, Harper's at plus 275. He was 400, right, after the Mets series. Oh, dude, he just
5: went against Scherzer, so I'm not going to take away that much from him. <laughs> you know, well, you going right. to
4: yeah, you want to be the, the MVP,
5: get a hit off of Max Scherzer with a
4: guy <laughs> on base, a second,
5: please.
3: <laughs> the point being is that so many people continue to bet on Bryce Harper, even after or during that game last night. Wow. That the number, ha- the value has dropped even more so. So, Incredible. yes, to your point, I- I'm staying the hell away from Bryce Harper. Right. Wow. No, sir.
5: Would now, now, into, though. What would we What would to do?
4: Well, he's not <laughs> in the hunt on this. Now, Jeremy Piven has just uh, liked a couple of tweets that we put out about him. He's got <laughs> over 2 million followers. Are you following him? Wow. Of course I am. Well, i gotta follow him now 2.2 million followers i doubt he's gonna follow us back right Well, he's only following 481 people yeah that's are you following way. me man that's now perfect. he would have rolled that out yes, he would. Yes, he would. tony <laughs> would have definitely that would have been maybe the second question of the entire conversation by the way
5: jeremy you following me man no doubt about it <laughs> and that, that's absolute. and that's absolutely the way he would have said it also. Oh, yeah. And, oh yeah and 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 wouldn't have thought anything about other than, all yeah. right, you know, you need to let and, me know.
4: And then if he wasn't, which he wasn't, he'd go, I hate to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs>
5: oh,
4: Harry, I hate yeah. to do it, And that would totally derail the conversation <laughs> yeah. until we have, like, two minutes left with him, and then it's time to promote whatever he's doing. Right.
5: You still want to, you know, don't want to follow me after all this? Hey, would you tell him, Harry? I'm, I'm, a, I'm right. a great follower. I'm a right, great right. follower, Harry.
3: Great follower. <laughs> with me. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I don't see him liking anything. To, was it just your tweet? No, he, he liked um I put out a oh, tweet. Yes,
4: yeah, and um uh, Jacob
3: Media tweet, I believe. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, I see it now. Yeah, I didn't recognize his his face on his avatar. That's all. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is pretty damn good. I think he
4: kind of was like, when he first got on, was like, what am I doing? And then about two minutes into it, he started to warm up to the whole thing.
3: Right. Well, how, about, like, how about the thing where he's like, you know, I thought it was radio. Right. And then he comes on, and then he looks at us, and he's like, ah, right, these guys are a bunch of shit." Yeah, man, look at these. <laughs> right. Look at these shit yeah. he, Look, he, look, look
5: he, he, he almost hit us with the, I hate to do it to yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Jeez, <laughs> I'm out of here. Man. But wow. I, had, like I had to warm up a little bit. Once I warmed him up with the buttercream, he was good. At right, it. right,
4: right,
3: right. <laughs> well, I mean, I, that's the thing where it's like, I think he just like, if you don't expect to be seen and then you put yourself on, it's like, oh man, you know, or is, is this uh Diane Sawyer interview, right? Is this some, some <laughs> right. major stern thing? And he looks at us and he's just like, oh, okay. I, I can get away with being in a bathrobe in my right. house. <laughs> right, right. That's amazing. Yeah. Now Joey
4: B on the stream pointing out the obvious here. Piven's PR firm runs his Twitter feed. Yeah, I get it. I don't care. The fact is, is that they liked tweets that mentioned this show to 2.2 million people.
5: Right. I don't okay. care who actually typed it in. Whoa, whoa, we typing in some 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 BS now. I ain't washing nobody damn back.
1: <laughs> what are you talking
5: about? No, look at the stream. Hold on, yeah, I, Roman. I, okay. Oh yeah, you, she he's absolutely right. Maybe I didn't watch anybody. Jeff McClain at that too. Come on now.
4: No I want to know who ratted you out.
5: Maybe it was Jeff. I mean no.
4: <laughs> was it ESP? ESP? It might have it might have been him. You know, was it Howard? Mm, you think so? Now Barrett's muted. Oh, did he mute oh, himself? God. Why is he always
3: touching the microphone? Yeah, we can't hear you. Why don't you try it again? I didn't mute you. I can't unmute you since you muted you.
5: I'm a touchy-feely guy. Mm -hmm. Touchy-feely.
4: Touchy-feely gets you in trouble these days. Okay? (laughs) Aren't you aware of that? Have you not been paying attention?
5: (laughs) We just talked about it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Keep your hands to yourself. Right, right.
3: (laughs) Isn't that a uh, song?
4: Yes. Uh, I forget what what song is that? Something. To keep your hands. You better keep oh, yes, your Yeah, sell. Georgia Satellites okay. is the band that sang. That. How do you? How does, yeah.
5: How does that just come from out of nowhere? Did
4: I don't know. I know more <laughs> about music than I do about sports.
3: Yeah, he's the Kevin Kincaid of Georgia Satellite, where right. you name a song and Harry knows the song right. and the album the year it came out
5: that's crazy yes <laughs> i knew you were a savant when you turned back around and you were talking about the the armpit hairs <laughs> you oh, know what with, with patty smith yeah, yeah. You're exactly right
3: <laughs> patty smith i was I, what I, what well i was emotionally <laughs>
4: scarred when i saw the cover of that record when i was like 12 years old
3: oh okay i'm
4: like my know. god no i didn't realize that take a weed whacker to that stuff <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my goodness and you it brought back a memory when I was young, man. Uh, uh-huh. I was like I was probably around the same age, I think I was like ten. And um there was this German lady that lived uh a couple houses down. Uh-huh. And she <laughs> <laughs> she was eating first of all, they ate raw hamburger with, what? with yes, with onions in it and they season it and wow. it's raw hamburger. Hmm. So she was eating a sandwich like that with raw hamburger. That's that was gross me out. But then she had it on a tank top. Oof. And I saw the, the <laughs> Oh,
3: saw the, oh. <laughs> It
4: looks like a chia pet coming out of him underneath her arm.
3: Can we get back that's to enough. the tell story? I mean, Jesus. my God. Yeah, let, let's, so,
4: let, so, let's get it so, back to
5: the Eagles here, please. So that's raw hamburger and pit armpit hair. Right? I, was, I was scarred,
4: bro. Oh, dude, that would change my whole <laughs> viewpoint. What are
5: that
7: you would, talking
4: about? That would change my whole viewpoint on the country itself.
3: right? <laughs> and I'm part German enough to make harry a xenophobe yes I, <laughs> I would disavow my heritage all right we got a break we're back in three on the network still live with the jacob media youtube page dan luss is gonna join us at 15 it's the middle all right reminder here we're live and local from the fritz can be and cooley law studios if you know someone who suffered a personal injury contact brian fritz directly in the middle here sponsored by pure Bull beef jerky get yours now go to steersnacks.com. my goodness man. I mean. Whew. You guys are on Ooh. something else with this this <laughs> crap, man.
5: Oh um, man, today has been a great show.
3: Well, Piven did a lot for the show. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if you took Piv- if you took that twenty-five minute block of Piven out, I don't no, know, we if had it nothing. A great show, right? No, we had
4: nothing. <laughs> right? Just not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was I mean,
4: wild. It, it is. It is now. Let me see here. Where is my countdown app? I got a new one. It's great. Eagles game is 32 days away from now. And Cowboys bucks the start of the season, 29 days. So we're we're getting there inside a month to the Eagles game. Right there. It cannot come soon enough.
3: So let's look at this really quick. Everybody is still hurt, right? I know today's a walkthrough, so you're not really going to know. But uh, this is where I think. A lot of injuries, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you see this, like, the most ridiculous thing out? So I guess this guy, Trey Wingo, put out a tweet uh, a couple of days ago or maybe, like, a week ago or so. Let's see if this is uh, somebody we can have some fun with. Hello? Hello? Uh, yes, hi,
10: good afternoon. Is yes. Mr. Chandler?
3: Uh, sh- Mr. who?
10: Mr. Chandler, uh, this is... I just said I want to speak in this Mr., uh, room, Mrs. Chandler.
3: Oh, okay, Chandler, yeah. I thought you said Chandler. He's next door.
10: Yep. <laughs> no,
7: no, no. I, Chandler.
3: Okay, Chandler. Yeah, that's me. It happens all the time. He gets Shandling. He gets my mail.
10: Uh, sir, my name is Steve, and I'm calling with U.S. Home Financials on a recorded line. How are you doing?
3: Are you looking for Mr. Chandler? Yes. Oh, he's are next. You? He's next door. I just said I'm looking to speak, Mr. Shander. It's S H A N D E R. Are you, Mr. Shander? No, I'm Mr. Chandler. I'm sorry. I'm Mr. Chandler. Are you eaten? No.
10: Are you eaten?
3: No. Have hey, well, you I, eaten? I, Have you I, eaten I, today?
10: All right. uh, excuse me. What?
3: Did you eat today? You said, "Have I eaten?"
7: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. Wow. Eton <laughs> Chandler.
4: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. now you know what that's going <laughs> to... When we hear Aton Chandler, not Eaton Chandler. He's next door, huh? He's
3: next door. <laughs> oh, my God. That was probably a real call, too. Who knows? It might be.
1: Radio Network. Presented by Rocket it's Morgan. It's funny, though. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May.
3: So you know what's making a slow, subtle return right now? Voicemail. People actually calling you and leaving you a voicemail message as opposed to just calling you and not. And, you know, we went through this stretch where nobody was leaving voicemail messages anymore. Right. But in the stream, we just had some fun with a telemarketer or scammer, if you will. It's not really a telemarketer. That's putting it too nice. And I had this the other day where I had to talk to – it was Pat on QVC, the host on QVC. She called me from a 609 number, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, the only 609s that I know I have in my phone, like Barrett, you know, people right. from South Jersey, I already have them in my phone. So I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not touching this. And I get a voicemail, I call it right back. And I'm just thinking to myself – all three of us and everybody in the stream, we Ron. Everybody's a victim of all this scamming. All this scamming. There's no way that you answer unless it's on a radio bit. There's no way that you answer a number you don't know, right? No. Barrett doesn't even answer the numbers he does know. No, I don't answer any number I,
4: <laughs> right. I don't recognize.
3: Right, and the text now it's too easy. <clears throat> it's too text and stuff on red. So what I've noticed is people are savvy now, trying to get around the whole spam telemarketer stuff. And they're leaving voicemails, and then people are calling them back. It's almost like we're returning to a society, dare I say. Hmm. Yes. Wow. Could you imagine what life was like where you couldn't get in touch with somebody right away? You had to leave a message right. on their home phone. On their answering wait, machine. Yeah, wait yeah. for yeah. them to get home. Bro, right. Or leave things. a
4: message with their mom, like when you called your friends when you were a young <clears> kid. <yeah. Right? laughs> can, you, can you tell Steve that I called? And then you know that the mom, is she's
5: going to be like, yeah, forget it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how about how about your kids now? How about you know these younger the younger generation? Imagine if they had to go find somewhere, and they didn't have their cell phone. Yeah. Or 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 you know, I can remember printing out directions. They wouldn't know what to do. They couldn't leave the house. They couldn't leave the front door, without you know having you know Google Maps or something you know to get them where they needed to go. They don't even know how to do things like that now. Mm-hmm. Wow! Or maybe use a map.
3: No, first... <laughs> map Remember map Right. Yeah.
5: You downloaded the uh, and you and you printed out the directions. I can remember printing out directions like um I when I first retired, I was a, a partner in a sports agency, and I can remember I had to go to like you know Georgia or you know or or you know. Ohio, and I printed out the directions on how to get to the house. Right. Of the guy I was going to visit, you know, Toronto recruit. Right. It was crazy.
3: Yeah, that's what I used to do. That's what you had to do. Right. (laughs) No, it's true. You definitely had to. And you pull over. You'd ask somebody in the gas station something. Mm Mm-hmm. Those days are long gone. Or I would
4: just jot them down. Like if I didn't want to print off all the directions, I would just sort of jot them down. But I'd look yep. it up, then jot it down in, on a little piece of paper in my car. In fact, that yep. I did that one time going to a remote broadcast at one of Jaws' golf courses, Ramblewood. Yes. Right. right. That's right. I had to go head. do a show with Rob Ellis from the bar there during the Mike Miss uh, golf outing one year. And I did not use Waze the app i did not have it at at that time and rob was all about it so rob used Waze and found his way to the bar and was waiting for me to do the show here that's a kind of a weird little intersection there's a turn off there it's not really on the main road to get you got to turn off the main road and go back into like a neighborhood and then there's lamblewood i blew right past the turn (laughs) And I'm still going about two miles, and I'm realized like I did something wrong. Like that, there's this golf course is I passed it, so I turn around and I'm calling Rob, and he's not answering the phone. Here, if I just had the damn Ways app off, yep. I would have been there. And I I came in hot right at the start of the show, and it gave us the first segment of of content too, mind you. But like <laughs> that was the day that I downloaded Ways. Because I'm not going through this anymore. Yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. not doing it. No, I'm not doing it to myself.
3: No, that's that's the thing where, you know, it takes something like that, mm-hmm. right? should take sitting in a line of 50 cars in front of you. To get easy pass. pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's it. Okay, that's right. it. I'm never going through this again.
4: I was an early adopter to easy pass. I got that way back in, in the 90s in Jersey. Because Jersey yeah. had it before PA
3: had it. And remember, you had to have your own, like. You couldn't use the Jersey one in New York. You couldn't use the Connecticut one in Jersey. Like they mm-hmm. had different ones to where you were sol right coming from Connecticut to the shore right because you had to you know use your pass when you could. Then you had to go to cash and stuff like that right. Phillies Dodgers plus nine hundred for the highest scoring baseball game today. Really, yeah. I don't hate that. Well, it's
4: very humid here, so and the ball the will probably be
5: popping. Yeah, I don't. It's hate supposed to be. It's, it's it's supposed to be like hundred degrees or something today, isn't it? Like oh yeah, ninety eight something like that. Well, heat really index. Bad. Yeah, yeah.
3: Really bad.
4: I don't know. I count on on Barrett to inform me of that stuff because I, I don't watch the news. <laughs> I just look at my phone for my weather app, and it's a lot of times it's wrong. So. Well,
5: it is. It's been wrong these past three or four days. Yeah. The weather reports have been all wrong. Like, it rained last night.
4: Yeah, a lot.
5: It wasn't supposed to rain last night.
4: Well, it was a
3: thunderstorm. I mean, yeah. these things can pop up anytime, right? Well, That kind yeah. of pissed me off. This, but the cells were there. That's what I'm saying, man. Last night should not have come to any surprise.
5: Well, it surprised me. I was oh. actually working out my garage. I was putting in some some fiberglass stuff, and... It started raining on my fiberglass. I had just laid down. So I had to cover it real fast and woke up this morning. It's
3: still kind of tacky. Mm-hmm. No excuse, man. I, Anytime it, it
4: rains in August when it's in the 90s at like some that, point yeah. in the day is not a surprise. It shouldn't be.
3: I'm telling you, man, uh, we covered that for an hour and 15 minutes on Osmo, and then another hour and a half on iHeart, brother. Oh, you're, yeah? You're listening to the wrongs. You're probably up there watching some Gearhead show. Not even knowing that this thing is going to pop into rain, we're watching the F1 in Monaco. No wonder,
1: right?
4: Yeah. Seriously. The stream, the stream is loving uh, how you played with that uh, telemarketer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, good,
3: good. good. Yeah, is that uh, a good
4: bit? They're they're uh, saying you're like the Jerky Boys.
3: Well, you know, I I'm inspired by both. Frank Rizzo and our buddy, the comedian from Crank uh, Yankers and Jim Florentine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who Martinez is supposed to hook us up with, right? I know, I know. It's not going to happen. I mean, like, if there's anybody who can appreciate what Florentine has done, especially with the tapes that he's put out where he's ripping and making fun. You remember, we played that. Oh, let me get, let me put my brother on. Hold mm-hmm. on, let me put my brother on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, God. And then all of a sudden, Martinez just ghosts us. Mm-hmm. Last we heard from him, I think the last thing he said on this show as a guest was, oh, don't worry. I got you with that. uh Florentine. I got you yeah. a Florentine guy. Right. Welcome. All right, We're going to take a quick break here on the network. Dan Lust is hanging. We see him popping up here in the green room. So we'll be joined by him coming up in a matter of seconds. And we'll be back in three on sports map Radio. It is the middle. Live from Philadelphia. What's up, Dan?
10: What's up, guys? Hey, Dan.
5: How's it going, bro?
10: Good, good, excited. Uh, Always uh, fun to join the show, too.
4: Man, your Instagram is blowing up, man.
3: You should see my Twitter account, Harry. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. What are you at? uh, We didn't check the latest here.
10: Did you guys not see the news that I sent out, A-Ton?
3: No, I've been talking. So I purposely did not get into the actual Nebraska story. And what I did was just mention the story that you broke as well with Omar Vizquel. And now these guys are, they can't help themselves. They're, they're combing through the details like a paralegal who works for you. It's crazy right now. I, I told them, I warned them about the Omar Vizquel details and Harry and Barrett can't get enough of this.
4: Oh yeah. Wash my back, man. Oh, um,
10: I, I'm not shocked that uh, that Harry, Harry is Harry's also convinced that I'm still related to Kendra Lust. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm, not. I'm trying
4: to dispel <laughs> that
3: rumor, actually. Yeah, I did disprove it, so I guess. Uh, no. <laughs> well, you are moving up on the all-time lusts. Yes, that's right. Sure. right you're on, on the Mount Rushmore. He now. is
4: on the Mount Rushmore of lusts.
10: So,
3: I think I'm solidly in the
10: top two. One and two. Kendra <laughs> and Dan.
3: It's going to take a lot to overcome, Kendra. You do realize this, right? Uh,
10: probably, probably mountains. But listen, in Nebraska, I think I'm actually above Kendra. So if they show the map of the United States, there's one state that I get. It's Nebraska. Maybe New York, my home state. But okay,
3: <laughs> let's do this here. This this is going to be a great tease as why people should be constantly following and watching in the break on the radio and not just on sports maps. So we've got 90 seconds until we're back. Uh, we, you've got a minute here, if you can. What? Is, and we're going to dive into this and, and take a lot of time to look at this, but. If you can, in like 50 seconds, what's the tease about what the hell's going on in Nebraska? Uh, the Tease.
10: So I, I think what we've learned in the Big Ten saga is that there is some incompetency up top. I think we saw it again, play with the Oklahoma-Texas nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not where it started. It started the year prior when they completely dropped the ball on about four or five different levels and nobody called them on it. So uh, my friend- that's in-
3: Nebraska or the Big Ten? Sorry, Dan. The big Ten.
10: Um the yeah, Big Ten got the ball. And my friends in Nebraska called me and they said, Do you think anything is wrong with this? So I've been studying it for a couple months and uh you know, ah. ready to uh um, here.
3: See, I okay, so I, I don't want maybe people misunderstood. I think when we talked about this and mentioned this is the Nebraska story, maybe people thought like Nebraska was shit out of luck, or Nebraska was gonna be in like super hot water, but it's actually Nebraska who dropped the dime for you, right?
10: Uh, Nebraska took a grenade and they threw it over at Indianapolis at Big Penn oh,
3: I love it. All right. All right. See, this is it. Now we now we have the ins and outs of this story. especially. And look, this is always going to help us for any type of betting futures as well. There's a right. team that's in shambles right. as a result of this. We're going to take full betting advantage of this. <laughs> All right. Here we go.
1: Virginia. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays.
3: As mentioned, Dan Lust. Now, this is again why you should be listening and watching in the breaks here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. We return here to Sports Map Radio as well. You can follow Dan on Twitter at Sports Law Lust. IG is the same. I'm not yes. on there. So, yes, okay. it is. I want to make sure we want to promote. Every, Harry is the big Instagram honk mm-hmm. on this program. Do it All for right, the brother. So we appreciate you joining us. We've been teasing this story now for an hour and 40 minutes. I, I've had to beat back, metaphorically, of course, because I can't do it physically, Barrett Brooks from being like, come on, what's going on with the story? What's going on with the story? <laughs> so now take the floor, Dan Lust. What the hell is going on with the Big Ten and Nebraska involved in alerting you?
10: Um, I guess, so I guess I'll dispel a little bit of rumors. First of all, I am a, uh, we'll say I'm an honorary Cornhusker. I am uh, followed by Adrian Martinez, the starting quarterback for the team. So I, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the university. Um, this is not a project that Nebraska is putting on. It's an independent project. Um, but I, uh, if anybody remembers, there was a vote 11 to three, allegedly from the big 10. And they said 11 schools wanted to play football and three schools did not. And those schools were Nebraska, Ohio State, in Iowa, so if you have uh, any kind of indication of who's behind a project trying to make the Big Ten look bad for canceling football, ah, you can look at those three schools. I think that's a solid, solid bet. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know. Uh, again, I'm just trying to put a put a spotlight on this. We all grew up in the history books, reading stories about tyrannical leaders that do bad things, right? We read the stories so we learn from history, and it can't repeat itself. I understand these people that are saying, hey, let's let this be and let's have Nebraska just be in the Big Ten and let's everything be uh, nice and fun and we'll put it in the past. But I'm like, eh, it doesn't seem like anybody ever took accountability for what happened in this nonsense. So we, we're poking a few holes. We're uh, we're poking the bear, so to speak. So we'll see what comes of it.
4: So is this something that could lead to uh, maybe Nebraska going back and joining their uh, old friends in the Big 12? What's left of it?
10: Assuming the Big 12 exists. Um, yeah. I mean, Conversation yeah. over Harry. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I think you know this. The, the project is do, is done by Ohio State. You know, there's 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 a bunch of heavy hitters, and this captain of the Ohio State football team is in this, so it's not Nebraska focused news. Um, Aton to your point, could there be uh, some uh, lack of a holding calls that are are, are uh, given in Nebraska's favor well, potentially because of these uh, these Big Ten sham refs? So, um, but you know, I think it's an it's an important story, and the reason why it's Nebraska centered news, um, at least from my vantage point as an attorney. Uh, This was a I mean, again, people can read this. There was a period where the Big Ten announced the Big Ten uh, schedule. This was pre pandemic or pre cancellation. and They put out a 10 game schedule. Less than a week later, they go, just kidding. The season's canceled. And so everyone's like, that was odd. And so then there's a a whole uproar from parents. And then they announce, "Okay, we've heard your concerns, but the Big Ten cancellation will not be revisited. It's final. Stop bothering us. Um, And then. Nebraska players decide to sue the Big Ten and they threaten to depose t- to Kevin Warren under oath. They want to get real answers and real testimony. And they're about to get that the week of September 12th. And all of a sudden, Big Ten football comes back and they said, You know what? It's safe to play. We finally decided. We thought about it. We reconsidered it. It's safe. It has nothing to do with political pressure. It has nothing to do with lawsuits. We just thought about it. We made like a $100 million mistake, but like we unwound it. Obviously, that's what happened. Everyone just believed us.
5: Wow.
10: That is crazy.
4: Now Barrett's muted himself again.
3: Come on, Barrett. What the hell is, what's going on over there? Barry, you want to take over? I I
4: have no idea. So this has nothing to do then, Dan, with uh, (laughs) uh, an exodus of players uh, from the Nebraska program.
3: Now, who said
10: that, Harry? Is that the same person that said that I was going to announce Nebraska to the SEC? Because that is equally blasphemous. Now, that-
4: Ooh, no, Nebraska to the SEC.
10: Wow. wow. Listen, I all I did, and uh, Aton can attest to this, and Harry asked the same post on Instagram, I just said Nebraska fans will be very happy and the Big Ten will not be happy. I think I can mm. on that. Yes. People took it, and and mind you guys, there's a picture of me in front of a video camera. So it's probably a good chance that a video camera is involved in this announcement. Um, but, yeah, people took it a little wild and said – Nebraska to the SEC, uh, Nebraska television network, um, you know, so people can run with it. But, you know, I think I delivered that this this is something the Big Ten will hate and, and it is something that will make Nebraska fans happy. The premise is how Nebraska's lawsuit helped save the season. So I think mm. it's, uh, it's definitely out there.
5: That's absolutely crazy, man. Going forward, man, you know, with, with this shakeup, um, you know, when, when do you think a lot of this stuff is going to happen as far as, you know, the, the you know, breaking down of conferences, building up of conferences? When, it, you know, how early can this happen?
10: Yeah, so the dates that people need to pay attention to, obviously, the first one is 2025. That's when Texas and Oklahoma are telling people, hey, we're going to leave the Big you know, the Big 12 once our television contract expires. So I think if you talk to people on the inside, I think Texas and Oklahoma will find a way to leave a little bit earlier. Maybe SEC helps foot the bill. The date that people should be paying attention to that I'm not hearing enough is 2023. That is the year that the Big 10's grant of rights expires. So, you know, I just again, I uh, try, try to read the teasers. Try to listen. Uh, there's a lot of reports that maybe Kansas is going to the Big Ten, maybe right. Iowa State is going to the Big Ten. But if the SEC all of a sudden gets sixteen schools, you'd be crazy not to think that the Big Ten wasn't also considering going to sixteen schools. Big Ten's at fourteen now, and uh, you have a bunch of schools kind of floating in limbo. The eight schools in the Big Twelve, and a lot of them are geographically very close to Big Ten network or Big Ten uh, nation. So. Yeah, I, I think 2023, if teams are being smart, and I think if Kevin Warren is kind of half paying attention he's not asleep at the wheel again, I think he'll make some phone calls, do the same exact thing that Greg Sankey did, and try to recruit some schools before, uh, you know, the Vultures come in, the Pac-12, you know, the AAC, the Sun Belt Conference. I think there are some big schools ripe for the taking there.
4: What did you think about the story that uh, ESPN uh, was uh, sort of intervening and trying to link up the remaining Big 12 schools with the AAC for TV purposes?
10: Um, I see, I I didn't maybe there was nothing to that story. Um, I mean, I I have no idea if that's true or not true. What is a bombshell, unprecedented, has never happened before is a conference commissioner threatens to sue ESPN, right? You know, is it possible? Like, just we're all NBA fans, so is there tampering that occurs behind the scenes? Like, how do all the contracts work out so perfectly with the Lakers, wherever LeBron goes? Like, I'm sure there's some conversations that are occurring, (laughs) just, just makes a whole lot of sense. Is ESPN potentially involved? Sure. Um, but the, the real story is that Bob Bowlsby, the commissioner over at the Big 12, kind of went scorched earth and said, you know what, ESPN, we will sue you for your involvement in this process. That doesn't happen. Yeah. The conference realignment back in 2011, 2012. Obviously, the conferences had to talk to the schools. I'm sure there was some kind of interference going on with the contract. But again, no one stepped up and said, yeah, we're going to not only sue you, the conferences that stole our schools, we're going over the top. We're not sending a cease and desist to Sankey or to the AAC. We're sending it to the To ESPN, right? The the hand that could potentially feed you millions in in TV media deals. So, yeah, that that part's certainly unprecedented. We'll see if there's something that comes with it. But the threat itself is unprecedented.
3: What's the immediate reaction or just what, what do you think the most immediate thing will be to come of the story that you start with the bigger picture with Nebraska throwing that grenade and everything with the Big Ten? What do you think is the most immediate thing that will come from this, good or bad?
10: Well, I think I put Big um, 10 lawyers on notice for the last week or so when I was teasing this. And I think they'd be crazy not to have been on notice, or at least the PR team. Um, you know, just, just think about it. I mean, I'm coming from a place where I, I support Big Ten football. I support, um, you know, I support Nebraska. I think that the leadership has been a little incompetent. And I think, you know, for maybe a second time in two years, this cancellation, uncancellation business made them look terrible. I think it just made them look really – not to say that, hey, they're trying to keep their players safe. They're not going to play. But then they turned around and played again. So that was kind of strike one. Strike two was allowing Texas and Oklahoma the jewels of the Big 12 just to go over to the SEC, right? Geographically, what's to say that that, that Big Ten shouldn't have those schools? So, you know, I, I keep getting the sense that the Big Ten is asleep at the wheel, and I think someone needs to call them out. And, uh, you know, this group reached out to me. They said, can you get the message to Nebraska Nation about uh, this kind of efforts to kind of point out Kevin Warren on some of his kind of missteps? And I've said, yeah, I mean, I believe in them, and I really do believe that the lawsuit helped. So I think there's going to be, a, a, a into uh, your, your question – I think there's going to be significantly more pressure on Kevin Warren to do something right. I haven't seen anything positive he's done in his tenure. So he's going to have to start, come up with results because uh, Sankey's making him look awfully bad over in the SEC. Can
3: I just say something real quick? Do you think that there is any coincidence here? Or, or maybe that's the wrong term, but I, I can't help but notice that the same day we're talking to you, Dan Lust, that's Sports Law Lust on Twitter and IG about this ridiculous story in the Big Ten fueled by Nebraska. They release arguably the most heinous of uniforms to ever be worn in the history of college football. Yeah. Are they just feeling themselves so much, Dan, where it's like, hey, we could do anything right now?
10: I mean, if they have the great legal representation, maybe they feel that like that courage that they say, you know what? Our lawyer, <laughs> no matter what we do.
3: No, Not I, liquid courage, legal courage.
10: Legal, legal and liquid courage. You can have a little bit of both.
3: Yeah, right? you have to be belligerently drunk to come up with that. I agree.
10: Yeah. I, I I don't know if those those jerseys are actually true. I saw a Reddit meme that, that was like existed or created four years ago. It's kind of just resurfacing. Um, but listen, I got listen, I gotta stand with my with my people over in Lincoln, Nebraska. I think for the most part, like I'm reading the Twitter replies, I think eighty percent of this is, is largely very positive. And then there's a twenty percent, Harry, to your point, and and A to your to the initial point that are saying like hey, conference realignment is happening right now. Let's not like call out the Big Ten if they're going to reshuffle some schools around. But, you know, I mean, Big, Big Ten is a, is a multi-million dollar company. They're not going to lose a school like Nebraska. And, and mind you, Ohio State, again, is a part of this as well. So yeah, I don't, I don't really, and again, it's an independent project, but people from both universities uh, decided to, uh, to, to contribute to this. So yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think it's interesting. Listen, we got to we got to have fun. We got to call people out on their mistakes. That's what that's what you guys do in the industry. People make mistakes. You got to call them out. And when you make a mistake, you got to own up to it. And I think everyone will acknowledge on the pro or, or negative side of this project, Kevin Warren has never owned up to any mistakes he has made in this process.
4: If you allow me to shift gears to professional yeah, football, uh, the Deshaun Watson situation. Uh, has some updates as he is, you know, reporting to practice. He's not getting fined. He's in uniform. He's trying, you know, he's sort of going about, going through the motions. I don't think they're going to take him to Green Bay this weekend. He's not going to play. But what is the latest uh, with that? Do you anticipate anything from a legal standpoint coming to a head here before the season?
10: Yeah, I've I've always said, and, I, and I'll put my flag in the thing, I've always said that he's going to be placed in the commission's exemplist before week one. I've always said that I still feel confident in it. I don't, know, I don't know the logic of Roger Goodell putting this decision in the Texans' hands to play him and not play him. The decision to cross the pond in Major League Baseball with Rob Bamford, similar scenario with Trevor Bauer, sexual assault allegations. They took him off the field. They took the decision out of Dave Roberts' hands. They say, you know what? We're putting him on this administrative leave list. It's paid leave. We're allowed to do it if you have some type of investigation. We take you off the field. And listen, you get paid. The team doesn't have to worry about the PR hit, and you're innocent until proven guilty. I can't for the life of me understand why Roger Goodell is putting the Texans in that situation. They're paying the guy and they can't really play him right without getting this, this massive PR hit. He doesn't really want to play for the team. He's kind of, you know, reports are he's demanding a trade. Um, the only thing I can tell you, the, the update on the, on the legal sense, I think the alleged accusers are really incensed uh, that nothing occurred. I think everyone, you know, in my position was, it was any he reports, he's going to get put on the example list. There's, you know, the standard is credible evidence. And when 20 women who allegedly have no connection to one another all allege similar facts, and it's not beyond reasonable doubt because that's a criminal case, it's not preponderance of the evidence versus like 51%, I think he did it. Credible evidence is like 10%. Is there something credible here to put him on the exemplist? And I certainly think that that's been satisfied. So yeah, I think the fact that he wasn't placed on it, these accusers the last really 10, 14 days, they've had two viral videos. It's one thing to kind of read these uh, allegations in a, in a complaint, a legal complaint. It's another thing to hear someone go on a talk show and, and talk about all these kind of heinous allegations. Right. Um, and then also 10 criminal complaints filed directly by accusers to the police department. So that's them saying, you know what, maybe the civil process our lawyers not being quick enough. We're going directly to the police. We're not paying the police to dime for this, but we're going to tell the police to do their job. So 10 criminal complaints are brand new. Uh, and only eight of those women have filed civil complaints. So there's potentially two more accusers in all of this.
3: Wow. All right, real quick, we're gonna break Dan still with us. We're back in three on Sports Map Radio. Yeah, and and that's a thing where a I think Harry referenced your colleague in this game yesterday, Andrew Brandt, explaining how he has seen and he referenced the Rothersberger, I believe. And there was somebody else who I forget he referenced, where it wasn't anything criminal. And in some cases it wasn't even settled where a player can be held out. And then you look at all of the things that you just laid out. And this isn't about innocent or guilt. It's about a a company saying, we don't want to take that PR hit. And they, through the union and the league's negotiations, correct me if I'm wrong in the CBA, it allows the commissioner slash league to say, yeah, we we think by holding player a B or X out, it does a a better perception, if you will, for our league. Right. or wrong
10: than that. Yeah, No brainer. But that's but just don't look any further than Major League Baseball. That's the decision Manfred made. Same exact mechanism. Then he let him have it. And then, you know, to, while, we're, while we're still on break, like, I don't know, Nike and all the beats by Drake, everybody dropped Deshaun Watson. So that was my prediction. OK, if those guys are going to drop him and suspend their relationship, like, I don't know, NFL is also a big business. I'm so shocked that they're allowing that to happen. It doesn't matter that the union is protecting him. It's just a matter of image. And the allegations haven't gone away. If anything, we got some more detail to them. So, yeah, I think it's very surprising that they're just kind of letting this float out here. And Goodell seems to be okay, just letting these kind of conversations happen.
5: Is is, is the team necessarily not uh, trading um, him because they can't or or can they trade him? You know, what's you know, what are the ramifications of him getting traded
10: right now? So um, I'm, I'm trying not to uh, upset your fan base over in
3: Philly. I keep no, seeing go this- ahead. We do that every day.
10: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, just, I'm just listening. I'm not really under oath, but I'm kind of under oath here. I see these reports that a trade to Philly has been in, and the, you know, there's a bidding war, and I'm like, I don't know. Last I checked, the guy could be placed in the commissioner's exemplist for the entire season, and right. the team that has, him has to pay his his salary for the entire season. Like, sure, could a tr- team trade for him for pennies on the dollar? Yeah, of course. Like, you gotta, you got to take that risk sometimes. But, like, the Texans, last I checked, were offering, like, I think the reporters three first-round picks. It's a full ask for a guy that might not play the entire season. And, mind you, these allegations keep getting worse and it keeps being more pressure. So, unless the Texans come way down, I don't think teams are pointing up. And, and mind you, I saw a tweet from Adam Schefter. Like, he, he said, uh, you know, I think someone in Watson's camp said, a trade is imminent. It's going to happen. If it's haven't it happened already, it's about to happen. And I'm like, I don't know, that camp thing, there's so much interest. I just, from a you know legal perspective, this thing is not going to get cleared up for a while. So I'm not I'm not sure what GMs are kind of jumping to, to grab him right now.
3: So I wonder, and, and this is actually a twofold question because it does open up the door for the player, especially represented by a union, to cry collusion if this thing is ever fixed or, or, or comes out that way. But, you know, I wonder.
1: Hold on. To the middle on the sports map radio network
7: presented by Rocket mortgage
1: live from the O'Reilly Auto Park studio. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May.
3: So, I'm just curious as we're joined by Dan Lust at Sports Law Lust on Twitter and Instagram. If and again, you'd need 32 teams and all, but it's not hard for 32 people super powerful people to get the word out to each other. Like, you know what? It's probably the best for our league to, to go ahead and do this. But Roger Goodell is surrounded by smart people. Maybe not as smart as you, Dan, but same line of work. And I can't imagine that if Dan Lust were sitting next to him and had both ears of Roger Goodell, Dan wouldn't say, look, don't allow this guy to be traded without coming out and saying, don't trade him. Like, Send something you can behind these channels so that Deshaun is not traded until we make a decision, and we don't have the uh, information yet to make a decision.
10: So I'll take you back, and maybe this is maybe this is what's going on at NFL HQ. DeAndre Baker's case, that really kind of messy gun allegation case, that was a criminal charge, and the case went away. He got put in the commissioner's exemplist You know, the Giants cut him, and then he ended up in the city. It turns out all these charges got dropped. So, there are times when people are put on the commissioner's exempt list and then they're fully exonerated. doesn't make the NFL necessarily look good, but, you know, I think they do the right thing. Right. They're coming from a good place. So we're we're I think they, what what I think Goodell's may be waiting for. Right. Like, What's the pressure right now? How many people are watching practices and, and camp right now? Right. He's not really playing in games. There's really no pressure. Could he be waiting for week one? Sure. What could happen between week one and and right now? I, I think criminal charges. Like, I mean, these these were brought to them in April. You know, we've we've now have more, ten more c- criminal complaints. These these victims or the alleged victims are really putting a lot of pressure on a criminal. You know, uh, the DA's office to announce some type of charges here. Now, if there are charges that are announced, formal criminal charges, that's the the DA's way of saying, hey, we have no affiliation to the NFL. We're an independent third party, and we think there's basically a 90% chance that we could convict him. That's what beyond a reasonable doubt is. It's it's re- really Guilt that's just so obvious to anybody. Now, if that happens, Roger Goodell's kind of off the hook, right? He didn't have to make a tough decision. Hey, the DA's office over here, we're not even affiliated with them. They said that there was something here and they said they could get a conviction. So I think that's what I think that's what Goodell in an ideal world, the DA's office announces criminal charges and then the next day Goodell will do something. I think that's also very likely, but a route that I don't think he needed to take here. Do you think
5: um how much jail time do you think um comes with, you know, these allegations, if, you know, he was to fine, you know, uh, guilty of a couple of
10: them. Yeah, for, for the most part, these are misdemeanor charges, which come with up to a year in jail. So, you know, it's, it's not like the misdemeanor a year in jail was a long time. The problem is there's 20 of these, right? So you don't just get one, you know, term for for the, the total acts, you kind of have to multiply that out by the amount of times that you're, you're found guilty. So, if he told me that there was a potential here that he served more than five years in jail, like that's the nature of getting hit with potentially 20 criminal charges. Obviously, innocent until proven guilty. There are no criminal charges today. These are really serious sexual assault allegations. Assault, you know, assault is a very serious charge here. So that's you know to maybe the football side of it. It's like I don't I don't know why anybody would be jumping to trade for him right now before we even know what the DA's office is going to do. At least let the DA's office say. Hey, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to uh, hit him with criminal charges. And then really all you're worried about is a suspension potentially from the NFL for, you know, conduct detrimental, whatever you want to call it. At least you're not worried about a five-year absence. Like, remember, guys, Michael Vick served time in jail. Like, just right. throw a football really far, does it mean you're immune from serving jail time?
3: No, absolutely, man. That's beautiful stuff, brother. We thank you so much, Dan. Anything you'd like to promote, get out on the way out? Uh, the podcast is conduct detrimental, and
10: uh, yeah, all things sports and law. We t- we covered Deshaun Watson a lot. Next time, guys, you can have me on to talk about this Cleveland Guardians nightmare, which I know. Oh, Harry yes. Very close. Uh-huh. yes, yes, so
3: we definitely will, because that apparently is not going away. So, yeah, we definitely will. <laughs> and all the best, brother. Thank you so much. It's great chatting as always. Appreciate you, man. All Thanks, man. Fun. My pleasure. All right, there you have it. At Sports Law Lust on Twitter and Instagram. Overtime here, we got a couple of minutes. Anything you want to get out that we haven't already? That was crazy, a man. But like,
5: Well, I mean, uh, look at, um, I mean, you, the stream, you know, they're talking about um, Hurts and, you know, they're saying that uh, at this point, you know, even NFL players are saying that Hurts is a bust. do saying they, that? Uh, they're just saying that Ike is saying that and John, John Ritchie and Ike, Reese are saying that he's a bust. Really? A bust? I, wow. He hasn't done anything to, to say no. he's a bust yet. You know what man. I mean? You can't do anything you can't give any evaluation off last year you really yeah. can't that I mean, that team was horrible man yeah
4: that horrible. sounds to me like the other uh the other hosts on those respective shows take the other side and we get the phones lit up
3: yeah? right that's right. what that
4: sounds like you to me
3: this, you say this right we got and, the, and
4: both the former players are saying that he's a bust so it gives more credence to it uh, than I mean, yeah. if the other guys did
5: well I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this yes they are nfl football players so they do know, mm-hmm. but at this point, they'll tell you too. They don't know what this kid, we said the exact same thing about Dak Prescott down in, um, down in uh, Dallas. We said the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And then he went from saying that to comparing them to Carson to now he's, you know, a franchise quarterback, you know? So I, I you don't you can't make an accurate assessment on on Jalen hersey especially if not from practice, especially no. not. You know, he's learned a new system. Everybody else is learning system. What he had, the, the B.S. he had last year. I mean, he didn't even have a starting receiver on the field last year. Yeah, right. So how can the season yeah. start
4: to play out before right, you right, make any grandio right. statements. Do I believe, if you're going to say to me, you got to pick one or the other, he's going to end up being a career starter in the NFL or more or less a, a number two, I would lean to the number two right now. But I don't right. have enough data to go on it
7: you don't, to really you make
4: don't. it, you know,
5: like, yeah, this is, this is a fact. He's going to be a backup, career backup. You just don't know at yeah. this point, man. So, I mean, you, you, you can't do it, man. I mean, who do you compare him to? You know, what do you compare him to right now, if you were going to compare him to anybody?
3: no, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Is he? There isn't anybody to compare. Tyler to Murray?
4: You. Is he Russell Wilson? Is he? If, he, if he's half a Russell Wilson, I'll take him.
5: Right, right. Right? You know, I mean, is he closer to, uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor?
4: Right. That you might know. be a good comparison. And, right, as, you know, and the, he's a backup, basically. He's, he's a, a spot starter. You know, he's a, a starter for a couple of years. You know, for a uh, you know a guy that you just yeah, sort of sort fan bridge quarterback, exactly. He's a bridge yeah. quarterback.
5: and that you know maybe that's the case. And and you know, for a second round pick, and you get that production out of him, that's a great pick. But you can say the same thing about Dak Prescott. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's the same way, the exact same way. We and think he, he was in the third or fourth game. round, wasn't he? Right. He was, Fair, yeah. 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 So I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. How do you? How do you make an accurate assessment of who this kid is if you don't know what he has because he, he hasn't had the weapons around him to see what he has? That offensive line was atrocious last year. Right. They couldn't block anybody. You know, they could have brought my Pop Warner football team last year. You know what I mean? Right. Like, let alone now.
3: That's it. That, so that's I mean, the biggest thing, right. I understand what pop. you're
5: saying. I, I've been around watching the same practices they've been watching. Um. I still can't see, you know, where I mean, because it takes time to read defenses. It takes time to know where the ball is supposed to go and have it out on time. It takes time for young receivers to go out there and start making big catches. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just takes time for all that stuff to mold uh, before you can make an accurate assessment. Of that. Flacco, Flacco was old. He's old as dirt. I mean, come on, man. Flacco well, is not going to be a starter here. He's not going right. to be a guy that can tear this team into the future. He's not.
4: Well, Flacco also came you know, in a diff- from a different offense in By the college, way, too, to the, the pros. The person
3: who referenced those two people, I've never seen in this screen before. No, I know. It's, it's an he, interloper,
4: and he looks right. like he's raising uh, trouble.
3: And, and probably is like a Cowboys fan who's from South Probably. Carolina. Just, just <laughs> care yeah. who you're giving <laughs> credit and praise to, Barrett, because you don't want to validate somebody who's just – blowing stuff bullshit out there that's all (laughs) yeah because look i I mean i don't know i I did not hear what john says because he's on across from us and ike's not even on the air right right was was ike saying this yesterday like you know i don't know i don't know i'm gonna give those two guys the benefit of the doubt over somebody who i've never seen on our stream right right and and look i don't know john at all so he's kind of thrown in there but i do know Ike. And I've just, I know both of them. Exactly. And, I know,
5: and I know both of them didn't say that he was a bust.
3: Thank you. And, yeah. and look, yeah, that's all I'm saying is I, I know Ike well enough to to know that he would like if he were forced to say something on the air, he probably wouldn't say it first and foremost, like that right. and others. But you would hear it, like you would hear it in his voice, and and that's the thing. Like I, you know, come on, this is.
4: We should try to get uh, any Rich? luck. Now I guess there was no luck with Charlie
5: Batch, huh?
3: No, no. Is he not answering your calls or what?
5: Wow. No, no. I'm actually going to dinner with him tonight. It's What? Oh, yeah, yeah. He just, Wait, he what? just can't do it. I mean, it's, it's, he's flying in. he's in a he's in the air right now. He's okay. in the air right now. What, about, that, tomorrow?
3: what about tomorrow? Yeah, what about
5: tomorrow? Tomorrow before the game. Well, the game is seven thirty. I'll be, I'll, I'll be with him tonight. I'll, I'll see. I'll be with him tonight. Him <sighs> and Max Stars. I'll be with him both tonight. Well, let's you know, get them both on. In you fact, know who we. Why don't you guys come down with me, man? Why don't you guys come, come eat dinner with us? Where is this? Uh,
3: just, uh, are you in the Center City area, South Philly area? Yes. Right? Yes.
4: We should get Jason Ivana on, too. He's he's popping off about the Eagles. What's he all saying? Right. saying all kinds of stuff. Josh Sweat gets off the ball faster than I've ever seen a defensive end. I think Bro. he can and will be one of the better pass rushers in the league. Definitely 10-plus sack potential. Oh, come on. Everybody, everybody, everybody come was on. saying
5: I was lying. I said he's going to be a double sack
3: guy. Uh, right, you said that.
5: that. I mean, You're I'm not, just
3: saying. I'm yeah. not putting that out there. It's unfair to Josh Sweat. It's totally. <laughs> a, like I want to see these kids play well, but I also don't want to put a grow lamp next to them and be disappointed when the crop doesn't raise. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's got to be some, We're never going to be able to do this, are we? We're never going to be able to look at a preseason football game and come away with a conclusion that, you know what? I'll put it the perfect way I can, okay? Mm-hmm. The preseason is for coaches. The preseason is for players, mostly yes. players that are on the back. You know who the preseason, the pre-season is for sports But You know who the preseason is not for? Fans. It's not for fans. I'm sorry, because fans right. don't know how to handle. We don't – and it's not just us. We don't know how to handle the preseason. Yeah. We want to get caught up in the, being a prisoner of the moment, and Sam Bradford's either going to be 10 for 10, or yeah. the quarterback in front of us is going to be the worst thing we've ever seen. It's
4: just like uh, spring training baseball. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly you can't make any thing. sweeping conclusions, positive or negative, on anybody. You, know?
5: you absolutely can't. I mean, you, you just don't know. Now, you see this? Up.
4: The 49ers apparently have just released Kevin White, that wide receiver. Yes. That guy was drafted seventh overall a few years ago out of West Virginia. You talk about a bust. By the Bears. Right. Right? Yes, the Bears drafted him, and he was there for three years. I think he was hurt a little bit. And then, yep. you know, now he's he's out. He's Right now he's on the street. Seventh overall pick. Wow. S- just straight speed. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Do yeah. Uh, you guys want to hear that? Darren Waller verse before we get out of here. No, sure. Uh, This is a rough. This is not out yet. Okay. so. Okay. but this is not for public consumption. We Mm -hmm. are breaking this thing here. All right. Mm -hmm. I got to be honest. Waller's pretty damn good. I was uh, I was pretty impressed with Waller's ability. Okay. All right. Uh, Let me uh, pull this thing up. The singing
4: ability of Jordan Milata is well, tremendous, that's, that's, too.
3: That's what it comes on the heels of. Right? Yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, so, he's a talented dude. Hey, Barrett's hating on him for the ukulele. That guy's a star. There we go.
0: All right,
3: let me turn this down a little bit. Now, again, what you're hearing, the producer of this track, who's also rapping on this, uh sent me this like this isn't even mastered this isn't finished this is not how it's going to sound over the air okay yeah. so i want you to know this this is just a quick snippet that i probably shouldn't even be playing but the beat is provided by the legendary rock wilder so if you are familiar with rock wilder i mean he goes back in as far as like it, it goes pretty much in history method man red man. remember that one song by Meth and red barrett called uh, the rock wilder was yep. like okay, that that was him. He made that. He's the right. wilder. So for people who don't know, Buster Rhyme, a lot of people. He's worked with everybody. So this is Darren Waller, Raiders tight end, rapping. I'm looking right in them, these hands are keeping peace behind me, I get right I with right them, this life's
5: tough, To torn ligaments and bone fractures, niggas know that when I'm, I'm going after them.
1: I'm raised deep, ain't sitting till I take a fake leap, know I'm moving, I like the race Creek, that bullshit passion, I stack dollars like they rich crackers, all these other niggas ain't
5: lift ass, the briefcase witness, I'm taking aim to the case empty, phone numbers, check's 850, Woo. but my spirit price was in. born sinner just to be righteous, i
3: uh, I'll tell you, it's not bad. I like the flow. <laughs> not bad.
5: You're a connoisseur, bro. You're a not connoisseur. Bad.
3: Look, I'm t- he's no Lamont <laughs> Shumpert. I'll tell you that, but he's he's not bad. He's <laughs> not what about bad. Dollar Dame? Nah, well, come on, Dame Dollar. Well, look, I, I tell you that that you, you get him in the right scenario, there's going to be another athlete. I, I can't say who, but there's going to be another professional athlete on that track as well. You put that thing together, you have a little bit more behind it, mm-hmm. you're going to see it. Yeah, Joey B., the Ritz Crackers line is yeah. hilarious. Why don't right. you pull up well, – tomorrow we're going to have to pull up
4: Jordan Milata singing Chris Stapleton.
3: Is uh, Who's Chris Stapleton?
4: Chris Stapleton's a, a good country singer. Okay. Yeah. This wow. guy's got a great
3: voice. Okay, we'll do He's that. He's talented, man. man. And we've got a football game tomorrow. That's right. And maybe Charlie Batch and Max Starks, maybe? Maybe. We'll, we'll maybe have it. I'm eating dinner in the night. All right, here we
9: go. We'll see
3: you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for watching.